uh, yeah, Glenn is on vacation this week, so it is uh, Patton's too, filling in, sitting in for him. Uh, 888-727-BECK would be the number to call if you want to get involved with the show. Lots of interesting things uh, today. We still have the uh, aftermath of the Rittenhouse. We haven't uh, talked about... That happened on Friday, right? Yeah, So Friday we haven't afternoon. actually talked about yeah. it on this show. I did do right. a bunch on it on Friday's Studios America, and I'm sure you covered I it this morning. I did talk a little bit about that this morning, yes. We can get into that. I mean, we can go into... you know What are, what are our views on it? Do we think it's a good verdict or a bad verdict? Well, mm. uh, do you like uh, white supremacists? <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. <laughs> okay, then. So right. it's a you bad, answered your own question. So it's a bad verdict. Yeah. Okay. Oh my, yes. Mm. I mean, it speaks for itself, I it, think is what our president said. Yeah. Which, yeah. which means it's a, what? An interesting exactly. way of not saying the obvious <laughs> yeah. truth that it's a, the right verdict. Right. Like, you know, but you can well, still... The verdict, the verdict speaks for itself. Uh, yeah. Uh, not guilty. It does. It does speak for itself. More coming up on the radio program. Featuring Patton Stu for Glenn. Reunited, and it feels so good. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> no, I'm going to let you do. Yeah, okay, it's going to be yeah. Pat-only really? sing-alongs, but Patton Stu for the show today. Uh, yeah, we uh, got to talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse being acquitted uh, situation. We'll get into that. And a lot more. There was a really awful tragedy in Waukesha, Wisconsin, at a uh, at a Christmas parade of all places, we'll get into that and a lot more. Don't want to miss a minute of today's show. Uh, we'll get to all of that coming up in sixty seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So, if you're like most Americans, you probably spend a significant amount of your time thinking about how to make more money, or at least save more money back, uh, you know, having more money than you currently do. Uh, nothing wrong with that, of course. It's good to be aware of how your financial house is holding up and be about the business of trying to make it more secure, especially in the current economy, which is incredibly unstable. Well, this is where you need to give American Financing a call and let one of their dedicated mortgage specialists help you examine your options. It's possible you could get a refinance of your mortgage at a much lower rate. These things are happening all over the country right now. Uh, So save some money, get a consolidation loan to maybe make your debt a little bit more manageable. And you could literally be saving hundreds of dollars a month, maybe even thousands of dollars a month. And what would that mean to you and your family? For over two decades, American Financing has been helping people just like you find ways to make their finances work for them. You can call them today at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or visit them at AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. Kyle Rittenhouse acquitted on all charges. So, 
that I mean, that is really good news. And of course, the left has gone apoplectic over it. I I don't know if they did you not follow a single moment of this trial or did you just see all the evidence and completely ignore it? And you're just so stubborn that you can't be swayed by anything presented to you that shows that this guy was absolutely not guilty of murder. Well, it would be easier for them to decipher what happened if there was video of the incident, Pat. If, <laughs> if there happened to be, just luckily... Just like a fleeting sort of shot, Well, maybe. I was thinking maybe if they had the entire incident on video from multiple angles. Yeah, but that's preposterous. Right, that, that couldn't, couldn't happen. That couldn't possibly happen. That couldn't happen. Or if you had witness statements that saw all of mm. it happen, even the prosecution witnesses that, like, let's say, agreed with like the defendant. Like even one of the so-called victims yeah. that agreed with the defendant. That, that would yeah, make it easy. Uh, it was self-defense. I point pointed the gun at him first yeah that maybe would hmm. would make it a Motive more manageable swayed. intellectual decision <laughs> but for, no but no it does it doesn't <laughs> doesn't it matter. doesn't matter at all no because this has nothing to do with truth right They're, right you know, the left is they've they invested in this narrative early <clears throat> right and i don't know why why were you so invested in that is it because it happened during the blm riots is it because uh you've got a a 17 year old kid who has a gun and you just assume that he's a some sort of right-wing kook i guess yeah i mean i think the real reason why they invested in this early is because the people who did it are lunatics yeah the the people in the media the people on twitter the blue check marks that tell you that white that white supremacy is the big issue here have no evidence to do so, and are lunatics. They're insane people. And I think they really believed that black people were shot by a white guy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 have a, I don't know that they still... Uh, I don't think they still have that information. The Guardian this weekend put an article out that said uh, Kyle Rittenhouse shot three black people. What? An article. It's oh, you've got to be kidding me. It's still happening. In the news. This is not even like... This is not the random person you, you know on Twitter. you got to be kidding. Right. I did not see that. Yeah. I have a, I have a friend oh a friend gosh. of mine who is a, a pretty well informed person. I mean, he doesn't live and die with conservative politics, though not not following uh, not following every minute of every trial or every story that kind of penetrates conservative media. And we were going back and forth about it, and because uh, someone had said something, but there was that tweet that went around. You may have covered this on Pat Gray Unleashed, but uh, someone mm. said like, you know, by the way, employers, you should probably let your black employees have a couple days off, with no matter how this trial goes. <laughs> Just so they can, uh, uh, <laughs> like, for, wait, for what? And that's what my joke Again? was, which is basically like, wait, yeah, because um, because all African Americans <laughs> have to join together to mourn these th- three, three white, white people who were shot. Like, what does this even mean? Wow! And he responded incredible. though, like, wait, 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 so he didn't shoot any black people? No, not one, not one. And not I was like, one. this is someone who's you know informed, and I, you know, he, I will say, he did shoot at one African American who is also known as Jump Kick Man. For what reason? Because they they went on his Facebook page and he was into karate and they had him getting his red belt. Uh, no, it was because he was in the middle of jump kicking Kyle Rittenhouse to the head and it's on video. So they called him Jump Kick Man. Wow. So they, he did shoot at him and miss. Uh, so he did try to shoot one African-American. But all of the people he tried wow. to shoot were trying to kill him. Yeah, right. That is... <laughs> Yeah, that is the that, issue that needed to be discussed here and and correctly was decided by the jury, which yeah, can give you some faith in humanity. That is something called um, 
self-defense. Yes. You're defending yourself uh, against being killed by somebody else. Yes. And, and that's exactly what happened. Here. It was 100% clear. <laughs> and you can look at this in the positive way and say, number one, the jury got it right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a positive. Mm-hmm. Good, good thing. Number two, didn't seem like there were widespread riots. Kenosha still stands today, which could have gone either way. That's, I a, could, po- that's you a positive. Could convince me either one. Um, I know we had people who went up there to cover it, and luckily, thank God, not much, that, not too much to cover, at least Good. so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were, you know, protests here and there. Uh, you know, I, I don't understand why you would protest something like this. As we say over and over again, you learn about the case, mm-hmm. and then if and there's something then, wrong, then you protest. Then you protest. Learn, then protest. The order is important. Confusing order, though. Can I just do protest then learn? No, no. you no, have to do you're learn. Saying no. Then, then protest. protest. Yes. Okay, protest first, and then I learn something about the protest that no, I just had. No, no, it's the opposite of that. The order oh. is important. It's learn, <laughs> learn, then protest. Then I protest. Now, why would I do it that way? <laughs> well, I don't get it. It's pretty important, Pat. <laughs> uh, and I don't think I can walk you through all of the reasons here on this particular <laughs> okay. program. But yeah. it is important that you get that order right because. You know, so many people go out and, and they're protesting things they don't understand at all. And, huh. I, and I think that did go on this weekend. I think there's a so there's one set of people, I think, on the left who invested in this narrative early that Kyle Rittenhouse was this white. They believe this happens all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Kyle Rittenhouse is this white supremacist who goes they think every every day is Charlottesville. Right. So yep. every day there's these terrible people going around with their tiki torches trying to kill people. This is just an example where. Everyone kind of is aware of it. And I think there are the people on the left that have invested in that and no no amount of factual evidence is going to turn them around. I think there's another side of this which comes from, you know, the state, which is they realize, at least they believe, no charges back in August of 2020 on Kyle Rittenhouse means the city burns to the ground if they don't do anything. So they are now at the point where they're, they, I don't think they believed for a second they were going to get a conviction on this case. They just charged him anyway, mm-hmm. spent millions of dollars on the case, wasted everybody's time, ruined Kyle Rittenhouse's life because they were scared if they didn't do it, the city would burn to the ground. And then they went through this whole charade knowing that they were not going to get a conviction because they didn't have any evidence. I mean, you saw their case, Pat. It was embarrassing in every pathetic. way. Why would you go to try to put out a fire? I don't know. Because it's a fire? Uh, it's a fire. <laughs> That's literally what he said. It's burning things? <laughs> that was his response. Uh, because it was on fire? <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's why you go to put out a fire. We, well, uh, why did you do that? Well, I wanted to help my community. Was it your community? Kenosha? You don't live in Kenosha. Well, my dad lives in Kenosha, and he didn't add these details, but uh, so he had a part-time job in Kenosha. His friend mm-hmm. lived in Kenosha. His uncle lived in Kenosha. Mm-hmm. His aunt lived in Kenosha. His cousin lived in Kenosha. His grandma lived in Kenosha. Well, a lot of people lived in Kenosha, but you didn't live there, right? That's actually what the person, the uh, prosecutor said. So but you, a lot of people live in Kenosha. I don't know. Like, Pat, I don't live in Idaho. Mm-hmm. But if if, if you're in Idaho and there's a fire, a fire, I'm going to try to put it out. Yeah, right. I'm going to try right. to call 911. I'm going to try yep. to do whatever I can do to end the suffering of that community. I don't need to be part of the community to care about a community. And it's like we're in Irving, Texas right now. If we were driving past Grapevine on the way home and we saw a fire that <laughs> was 
you know, maybe we could help put it out right away before it spread. Mm-hmm. I think I would do it. Yeah. And I don't even live in Grapevine. <laughs> I don't even have any relatives in Grapevine. <laughs> yeah. I still might help put out the fire. It's not, quote unquote, my community. <laughs> no, But I not. still care about it for yes. some bizarre reason. Because I'm a human? Human being, right? Yeah. And and mm-hmm. so th- the fact that their case was so bad, I think that their, their calculation was at the beginning of this, if we don't do anything, the city's going to burn to the ground. So we'll mm. charge them. We'll charge them excessively. He won't be convicted. And they did. Yeah, sure, right. we'll ruin his life. And sure, all of this will go on. But at the end of the day, maybe... <laughs> we'll save the community. Maybe things have calmed down a little bit. And when we announce a, an innocent verdict, we can say to the community, look, we tried to stop this white supremacy. The jury didn't go along with it. Mm-hmm. And and then maybe the city doesn't burn to the ground. And in this case, thankfully, it didn't. But it is, it is a really bad lesson uh, that we keep uh, teaching. And incredibly mm-hmm. um, uh, disturbing that... The government seems to do this over and over and over again. When there are media narratives, someone makes a documentary that makes somebody look bad. Oh, well, it's legally we can't charge them. Ah, let's do it anyway. And then at the end of the day, we'll just say we tried. Mm-hmm. And everyone will think we're the good guys. And this is a, a really, a really terrible thing. Um, because you watch that trial, Pat. And I, I don't know if you got the same feeling. We all understand how our jury system works and how our legal system works. And we understand that someone who's fighting for the defense of their client is supposed to do everything they can to try to get that person off. And I think that's a healthy, mm-hmm. a healthy thing to do, right? You want to have the defense attorney out there doing everything they can to get their uh, client out because we have a system that depends on innocent until proven guilty, right? Like it, the, the ball is supposed to be in the court of the defendant and you, they, the state has to prove they are guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. So... The, the defendant should be doing everything they can within the bounds of almost, you know, of the truth, but like the best possible view of the truth for their client. Mm-hmm. That should not be the goal of the state. The best possible view to put this person behind bars should not be their standard. It shouldn't just be say anything you can to get a conviction. Yeah. You're supposed to be going for the truth here. And yes, you're, yes, when you charge someone, you see the, the truth in a different light as the defendant. And you can disagree on things, but you shouldn't be making crap up. You shouldn't be challenging normal human interactions like trying to help a fellow human being with a medical issue or a fire. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. And they had to do that to try to win this case, and they shouldn't have tried it. They should. We should have never been at the point where this was a case yeah. at a trial in the first place. And the, they, the, the prosecution did all sorts of things that walked over the line of what they should be doing. Lie, they lied constantly. Plus, they were just butt stupid. And butt stupid. Oh, I, I've never seen uh, someone with a law degree be this stupid, I don't think. Yeah, well. I, I can't think of a place. You know, we've seen a lot of trials over the years. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody this bad. And fortunately, you know, because he didn't know the answers to the questions he was even asking, which yeah. is a prerequisite to ans- asking the question in the first place. You better know what you're what the guy is going to say when you ask the question. Yeah. Why, why did you put out the fire? Because uh, it's a fire. Yeah. I, what a dumb question to ask. So stupid. I did have a thought at one point that. I know there's a supply chain disruption. Is it affecting lawyers? Did they run out of them? Maybe. Maybe they just found Maybe. a guy on the street because there's just a short. Oh, there's a bunch of lawyers on a container ship 
off the coast of California that can't get to port. And we've run out of them. <laughs> yeah. Because this guy was, he was Bad. terrible. To be fair to him, really though. Bad. And it, it yeah, was the entire no team. Case. No case. Yeah. He, he had nothing no to work with. Yeah. And that is the problem here. That's yep. why it shouldn't have been a case. He shouldn't have had to embarrass himself. He shouldn't have been involved in it in the first place. And now Kyle Rittenhouse has his life ruined uh, over clear self-defense. And the left will continue to turn him into a white supremacist until the day we all die. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, more coming up in one minute. I have some good news. It's going to help make your house look amazing. Black Friday starts right now at Blinds.com with up to 45% off site-wide. Make Blinds.com your first choice for high-quality window coverings that are perfect for any size window, any color, or any look you have in mind. There's no guesswork, no hassle, no having to make multiple trips to the store. Whether you do it yourself or you want them to handle the measuring and installation for you, Blinds.com has you covered. They make the entire process super easy. Talk to a Blinds.com professional design consultant for free and right now save up to 45 percent off cellular shades faux wood blinds interior shutters and a whole lot more so treat yourself to custom home window treatments this holiday season you're gonna love the way your house looks blinds.com now through november 26 save up to 45 percent off everything plus free shipping and a 100 satisfaction guarantee blinds.com save up to 45 percent off everything plus free shipping blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. We're talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, which fortunately, uh, the jury got right. Um, Acquitted on all charges, which is awesome. In fact, he's acquitted on the charges that he shouldn't have even, well, he shouldn't have been charged with any of these. But it's so easy to discount some of them, like the gun charge, which... Uh, they initially said he had the gun illegally because he's 17. Yeah. Not the case. Yeah. No, I mean, not the case. That's the only one that was even remotely close. Right. Yeah. And, and the, the reason is because the statute is written very, in a very confusing way. It basically says he can't have the gun unless he can have the gun. It's kind of the way it's like the main statute says no one under 18 can have a, can have a gun, but then it later on clarifies, okay, well, if it's a long gun, and then you can't. And some people take that as well, only if you're hunting. Um, which, again, the whole premise of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial is that he was hunting. <laughs> That's the whole premise of it. We're supposed to believe he was there to hunt people. Right. Uh, like he's in right. some really bad thriller. Uh, but so it was a little bit confusing and that's why it was initially allowed they argued successfully to get it thrown out that was the only one that was even close a bunch of uh, ridiculous uh, uh, and inaccurate things came up during this trial like he killed two black BLM BLM protesters uh, which we've already covered not the case at all and we should point out too the first person he killed was not only not black but also not a BLM protester it was an insane person who escaped or not escaped but had just been released from a mental facility on a suicide attempt Jeez, uh, and who's also a child rapist Uh, we should point out was a child rapist the people keep saying child molester Uh, I don't think that I don't think that captures it don't think that captures it. Wow. I think child rapist would be the correct way of framing uh, his previous activities, which don't necessarily have merit uh, on this, you know, don't really affect this particular case. Mm-hmm. But he was, I think what does make sense here, Pat, here's a guy who throughout the night over and over again says, uh, shoot me. He tries to get mm. in fights with people with guns. 
He uses all sorts of racial slurs and stuff to antagonize. He's just been released from a mental institution where he was wow. uh, captured because he, or, uh, he was put in there because of a suicide attempt. I mean, it has every earmarking of someone who essentially was trying to get himself killed. Mm. And then he charges at a guy with a gun and tries to grab onto the gun. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, it, uh, well, I don't know. It's, it, that's a, that, there's a bit of speculation in that, but I don't think too, too much. Pretty clear cut, though. I mean, mm. that it was self-defense there. You know, oh, 100% self-defense. I'm yeah. just saying from he, he may have Rosenbaum, the first guy to get getting killed. I'm saying may actually have been intentionally trying to right. get himself shot. I mean, he it did say on like video it. several times, shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, takes away it, some of the suspense, of doesn't the suspense, it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the the claim all by by everybody on the left that he crossed state lines. Uh, so, and I mean, you can't cross state lines in America. He did not cross state lines with the gun, however, which may or may not have been right a, a crime. Well, um, and they tried; they really tried to use that as more of a thing to say this guy. He, he came from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, twenty miles right. up the road, twenty I, miles away. He, literally, his town is a border town. So, right. like I used to live on the river that separates New Jersey and Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and so I would cross state lines to get pizza. Mm. And to get gas. Plus, you and I cross state lines every day to go to work. Yeah, every day. You lived in Pennsylvania. I lived in Connecticut. We crossed into New York. I crossed multiple every states. Every day. Yeah. I crossed into New Jersey and That's then into true. New York. Every day. So, it's not that weird. When you live on a borderline, really you know, it's just like where it's you not. go. You know, New Jersey famously mm. has lower gas prices than the surrounding states. So mm-hmm. you constantly are going into New Jersey to get gas because... You know, whatever, you know, ridiculous, <laughs> uh, you know, think they, they have lower taxes there, which is shocking with New Jersey. That is. I know. But that's where they produce a lot of the, uh, they refine a lot of the stuff. So and don't anyway. they still have people that pump gas or has that yeah, stopped I now? I don't, you know, I don't know. Last time I was there, it's been, it's been a while. They still had it, but it's, I, they may have, they may have lifted that. But yeah, everything was full serve for mm-hmm. years and years and years. After every other after everybody else yeah, stopped. There was no full serve anywhere else in America, but it was legally required in New Jersey. But <laughs> People, well, weird. I will say that, and I, you know, as much as I don't think that's a good law, there's cold days, and you know, I when am nice. not above, I am yeah. not above taking advantage of some poor worker who's out there in freezing cold temperatures to pump my gas. Definitely, uh, that might maybe be a bad person, but it also might be true. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More of uh, Patton Stew for Glenn coming up. is the Glenn Beck program. Black Friday is one of the biggest shopping days, as you know, and one of the biggest opportunities for scammers. Some of the most common scams include buying a gift online that never arrives, sellers demanding payment with gift cards, fake shopping websites, and fake delivery notifications. Honestly, all these cyber criminals are so industrious that if they just get a regular freaking job, They'd probably be amazing, productive members of society, but unfortunately, that's not the road they go down. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk on the internet. LifeLock helps you, though. They help detect a wide range of identity thefts uh, and threats. And if you see one, if something happens, they will catch it. They will send you an alert. They ha- it'll give you access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. It's way better than the old days where you were pretty much on your own. 
No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK is the place to go, or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. It's 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Christmas is right around the corner. Use the promo code GLEN20 for 20% off Blaze merch at shop.blazemedia.com. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program and being joined by Jeff Fisher. Hello, Pat. Uh, Jeff, Stu. he has just shaved his head bald uh, because he, he did it for charity. I did. If you can believe it. I did. We raised some money for OUR, <laughs> our rescue, and that's why I was Ben for pretending. I wasn't really Ben Franklin. I was pretending. To oh, be really? Franklin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good yeah, clarification well, there. Thank you thank for you. that. I know you probably were misled. Now, my understanding of your involvement in charity was mainly embezzlement. Is that not accurate? <laughs> I had nothing to do with this, though. This was all, oh, okay. this was all, they didn't allow me to touch any money at okay. all. So it goes directly to the charity. So yeah. this should actually help people. It will help people. Unlike yeah. what you <laughs> usually do. Which... I tried to say, if they just give the money to me, then I'll give it to you. It'll work. They were like, no. Yeah, no one. <laughs> no. No one falls no. for that. Have you realized that over the years, Jeffy? That's interesting. We've known Jeffy for a very long no. time. Uh, very, far too, too long. long. Too long. Far really. too long. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we have never seen him bald before. I've, yeah, I've never been bald. Um, when we first met, Stu, you and I, I, th- I think I was probably a, a one. A one like, on, the, on the Clippers? On the top, yeah. Because okay. I, I shaved down to a number one for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, so um, you just had stubble or something yeah. on top? Yeah, mm-hmm. so, but never like a crew bald. cut looking thing. Mm-hmm. Never completely bald though. It's mm-hmm. kind of strange. So, how would you describe to the radio audience, Pat, uh, mm-hmm. what Jeffy looks like right now? I would <laughs> say it, like a uh, Mr. Clean, The Rock after he's rock let himself go <laughs> Wait, for <laughs> about five decades. <laughs> so, Mr. Mr. Clean, Clean after he lets himself when go, he stops lifting weights right. and doesn't care mm-hmm. what he eats. Now, Jeff, All you, hours of the day and night. Did you suggest The Rock? <laughs> I was, was thinking of The Rock myself. Okay. Yeah. That, you know, that's, uh, when I look in the mirror, that's well, what I rock, see. Well, The Rock, if he were bald, <laughs> fat, <laughs> and stupid. Well, and, and the thing is, the, <laughs> the reason to... The Rock thing sounds <laughs> a little... What does that do with <laughs> The Rock thing sounds a little ridiculous for Jeffy. <laughs> it does. However, I will say they eat the same diet. Um, it famously, uh, oh, Rock yeah. eats like 10,000 calories a day. Yeah, you just don't Jeffy. do the working out along with it, but you're doing half of the Rock's regimen. Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. That pro- probably is true, right? <laughs> so. Or others have pointed out maybe Uncle Fester. Okay. He, it might be yeah. an yep, accurate I see that. way to describe the way Jeffy looks right now. Uh-huh. Uncle Fester. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I could see that. There's yeah. plenty. There's plenty of uh, plenty of looks out there that I represent, but many of those people don't look as good as me. So, hmm. I'm saying that's, uh, that's an interesting. What you're saying yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that, right. that is me. a that, that is, is a take. That is one. <laughs> that's that is that an is available take. take that you could have. That one could muster up the, the bravery to. Yeah. It is kind of strange, though, to be, you know, shave it completely off and be bald. Because then now it's going to be to keep it that way. That's mm. going to be work. <laughs> I mean, you got because you got to shave the back of the neck and the mm. top's got to come down. And, yeah, I, you, you know, I'm not a huge fan of work. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah. I'm not a huge fan of it. Understandable. So, well, which is more work, shaving your head or washing your hair? Ooh. Mm. 
I know. Yeah. So that's that might good... be an offset there. Because, I mean, it's like a carbon offset. <laughs> right. Without the hair, you might be able to eliminate the shower thing altogether. <laughs> yeah, right. And then you're and then... you're in the position I think you want to be in. Which you've you already know? pretty much done, haven't you? <laughs> Other yes. than once or twice a year. Yeah, but if you don't yeah. shower, then, yeah. I mean, now you're <laughs> now you're saving money on deodorant. <laughs> right. On any kind of cologne, any kind right. of other product. Mm-hmm. True. That's not a bad plan. <laughs> Uh, we also obviously did point out that you look like Ben Franklin and you were dressed as Ben yeah. Franklin. You came on, on my program the other day on Friday as Ben Franklin, mm. which mm-hmm. seemed, I know it also came on Pat Gray Unleashed as Ben Franklin. Yeah, they were the, 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 found, they were the founding were the founder fathers of, of that ob- observation. Mm-hmm. Jeffy really mm-hmm. does look like Ben Franklin, which is bizarre. However, yeah. the weirder thing I think on my particular show is it came right after the Rittenhouse d- dist- uh, verdict. Okay. So I was uh-huh. like getting Jeffy's actual take. <laughs> On the Rittenhouse verdict as, as ben, ben Franklin, Franklin? which oh. was a very strange. <laughs> I bet that is strange. It's a strange show. Yeah, and you agree that, that this is this is justice, right? Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, it, it, I what what if you actually paid attention? Yeah, there's no way that you could find this kid guilty. I don't even no. think that the trial should have gone on as long as it did. I mean, I believed really that the judge is because it went on so long. The judge was waiting to see if the jury actually came back with the verdict that it should be where he could, if they didn't, then he could throw a mistrial and just end it anyway. It is one of those things where mistrial was the correct outcome, but I'm, I'm happier it went this way. Yes, me too. You know, I'm glad, you know, it's not exactly the right outcome. I mean, they really should have never gone to trial. If it got to trial, they should have thrown it out. But like having a jury of our peers come together and say, okay, this is idiocy, mm-hmm, is right. probably the best outcome once it gets to this point. But, like, this point should not be a place where we are. This We shouldn't have gotten to this point. And, right. you know, it's a, it's, it's a terrible statement on, on, this, on, on where we are as a society. That you're, you're, without, I mean, what would have happened in this case if not for people like uh, our own Elijah Schaefer and uh, you know, Richie McGinnis and Drew Hernandez and others who were there with their cameras pointed Filming. in the right direction yeah. at the right time. I mean, there's no yeah. doubt in my mind without that video, oh, Kyle is Rittenhouse over. is in prison for the rest of his life. Yeah. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and for sure, I mean, I don't know. And that's a mandatory sentence, by the way. Uh, mm. Given the charges in Wisconsin, it's mandatory life without possibility of uh, parole. Right, and especially when because his mother dropped him off across state lines. Yeah, uh, that makes it know. even worse. <laughs> I mean, that adds you know, another level to the. It to sure the does. Felony. Thank you. You can't that's, have your mom drop you off at a felony. You can't. That's uh, that's uh, it's wrong. So what, what? What was that? What? What was the purpose of that particular one? Because there's a bunch of myths out there. I mean, we could go through some of them. But, but there's a bunch of myths out there, and one mm-hmm. of them is his mom drove him across state lines, yeah. which to I, the riot. Like, okay, honey, we're at the riot. Hop out it's now. I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back at what? Eleven thirty, or after everything's done burning, after everything's burned to the ground, I'll be back to pick you up. Okay, sweetie, call me. Uh, be at the corner there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. It's got to be that she was. They were trying to make it that she's complicit, uh, right? She's yeah. She know. can get charged too. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's and weird. I guess it's pointing out that maybe someone who has someone has your mommy drive you to the riot shouldn't have a weapon. Maybe that's mm-hmm. the maybe that's mm-hmm. the insinuation there. Mm-hmm. But it really does. Well, yeah, because that came along at the same time that they tried to say that he brought the weapon across state lines too. Yes, right? that yeah. was a big but part. It's of even this. also worse not true. If you bring your weapon across state lines with, with your mom with your driving, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a double offense. It's in the Constitution. A, yeah, it is. 
Uh, yeah. I, I that one's very 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 strange to me. Um, there's also the uh, uh, let's see, um, Rittenhouse well, is a white supremacist. That one's a great one. Then candidate Joe Biden labeled him in a tweet. Yeah, um, with the video, the, mm-hmm. his uh, his white supremacy video. Yeah, with the just the picture and the of picture of Kyle. Of yeah, Kyle. yeah. Well, and quickly, wanted to go back to the uh, the state lines thing for one second. One of the things I thought was interesting about this is it was also trying to paint this idea that he was some interloper, right? Like some guy who who basically like a mercenary yeah. flying in from like you know halfway across the country just to shoot black people. Right. Well, we've uh, talked about all the riots, people being bust in and yeah. uh, came in for the riots, right? So this was the way of saying, oh, the white supremacists are bringing people, yeah. bringing people into the riots. It's, well, it's the yeah. everyday is Charlottesville sort yeah. of case. But what's interesting mm-hmm. about this is the third guy that um, he shot, Gage Grosskreis. This is the guy who actually lived, also, right? he lived, he, yeah. he had his arm sort of blown off and he was the guy who pointed a gun and admitted it and pointed a gun at uh, Rittenhouse before he fired. He's from 40 miles away. He drove 40 <laughs> miles to get to the, Not the same right. state lines, though. No, it was I, in the okay, same state. You. Okay. okay. But it was 40. Okay. He went twice the distance <laughs> of Kyle Rittenhouse. Did he drive himself? Not across state lines. No. And his mom didn't Thank drive you. him. Okay, that's true. Thank yeah, you. So It's very, it's very <laughs> so fair point. So there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the white supremacist thing is just one of those things that's a figment of their imagination. Yeah. They And this happens with a lot of mass shootings where immediately they jump to this must have been a white supremacist mm-hmm. right off the bat it's some christian conservative trump supporter person who went and shot everybody and then we find out later on you know it was maybe an islamic extremist or maybe nothing to do with any of this maybe it was just a crazy person uh but that's very standard mm-hmm. practice for the left and the media uh we went over the gun stuff which obviously uh, was thrown out of court it was so wrong uh that is another one um we had, uh, oh, the Kyle Rittenhouse did not have any relation to the, the city. I think we've already pretty much dispatched of that one yep. already on the program today. Yep. Um, uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse fired the first shot of the night. Mm, no. Uh, no, I didn't. No. No. He was no. not the only, uh, there was another person who said, Kyle Rittenhouse was the only one who fired a weapon that night. Um, mm. Have you watched the video once? Yes. Jeez. I, it's no. incredible. No, it is, first it of is all, incredible. Someone before, Kyle Rittenhouse did not take the first shot. He, uh, someone shot what they think is a weapon into the air, and that's what he thought was happening to him. He thought someone was shooting at him, which is when he first turned around and fired his weapon um, to kill Rosenbaum. But as the crazy part of that video is after the whole interaction happens, he's running down the street, he gets tackled, he shoots the two people, fires his weapon again, gets up, starts walking to surrender to police, and in the background... There are, I think it's 16 shots go off. <laughs> 16. But he was the only one shooting. He was the only one shooting. Only one. I don't know how yeah. he did it. Maybe with his mind. I don't know exactly <laughs> how he fired those bullets because he's on video and not shooting. I like the he flashed white power signs <laughs> with proud boys. <laughs> Again, he did go. He did do some things that maybe weren't the best things to do at the time given the circumstances like after he was after he had spent three months in jail he got out on two million dollar bail and so i guess to kind of celebrate he went to a bar it was his it was two days after his 18th birthday he went to his uh, bar with his mom and some others which is legal did his mom drive him across state lines i i think they were in kenosha so i think they were in 
uh, within the, the state of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And I think they stayed that way. But he posed for selfies with a couple of strangers at the bar. The media say they're proud boys. I have no idea if they're proud boys or if they're embarrassed boys or <laughs> if they don't identify as boys. I don't, I don't know. But he did flash the OK sign. You know, how many oh. times has Biden done that? Nobody ever says, well, that's a white supremacist sign. Joe Biden's a white supremacist. Why is Joe Biden doing the white supremacist sign? Why? But, you know, maybe you don't pose with yeah, with he, people uh, for pictures when you're in jail and coming up on charges. Well, of first, you know, when murder. he was out on bail, there are a few times that I've been out on bail. Really, Jeff? You're supposed to drink. But well, and he was only eighteen, so was he drinking? I don't remember. But well, if that's legal, right? It's eighteen in Wisconsin. Is right? it? No, uh, it's twenty-one nationally, isn't it? It's only twenty. It's twenty-one. I don't know. I, I could be wrong on that. You can go to the bar. I don't know yeah. if you can drink. I, oh, okay. I think that's right, that... what they're saying. It's it's legal to do because he can go in there with them as long you. as okay. as long as he's not drinking. I, I could think. Be, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. I always sure. thought it was twenty-one, but I, this I think is so too. This is not the type of law that Jeffy would. Would, uh, would, would follow right right i mean we, we well, get all there are certain restrictions i just said that i are, would when you're out uh, on bail you don't drink that's the deal there are certain restrictions that jeffy's just not going to pay attention to <laughs> and that's i would say about 70 percent of the legal code yeah triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k you're listening to the glenn beck program Every day in this country, the left is doing its best to make sure the next generation of kids, that's your kids, your grandkids, that they don't know where they came from. They don't understand liberty and American exceptionalism. That's what we are fighting every single day. The left's bad ideas with the good ideas, but who's teaching the good ideas? This is precisely what the Tuttle Twins books do. They teach your kids and your grandkids about American values in a fun and interesting way. The books are incredibly important to share with your kids or your grandkids you can even read them yourself while you're at it i i've learned a few things the tuttle twins books i love them my kids love them grandkids love them tuttle twins having a black friday sale right now the biggest deal they've ever done it includes the kids books activity books audiobooks guidebooks parent guides all for 75 percent off the normal price tuttle twins access a special deal now tuttle twins a whopping 75 percent off it's pat and Stu for glenn on the glenn beck program joined by jeffy uh, just got some chewing the fat item. Items well, I just wanted to, wanted to let up. you guys know, yeah, because I, I know you guys like pizza as much as I do. Oh, and yeah. I wanted to be mm-hmm. sure that uh, you, oh, you, do, you like Papa John's pizza, right? I yeah, do. it's yeah. solid. Well, yeah. they're changing their name, and I want to be sure you know how to order it now oh, okay. to for why? the future. Because Papa John's is changing their name to Papa John's. So, pa- they're, I don't so know if Papa you, John's is what? changing their name to Papa, Papa John's. John's. So I just want to be sure you know that. Wow. Now it's going to be. How without, will I find it? Well, it's going to be without the apostrophe. <laughs> so. It's <laughs> hey, not a name change. They're changing it. Yeah, they're changing their name from Papa John's to, to Papa, Papa John's. John's. So this is how you find it. And if you have the app okay. on your phone, mm-hmm. the name change has already happened for the picture so and the logo need, of the app. You need to not use the apostrophe when you're. When you're dialing up the app. Right. When you use the app, not use the apostrophe. But mm. the printed version underneath the new logo of Papa John's still has the apostrophe. 
Oh, well, I'm well, really so confused It's confused. Now. Uh, well, what's the, web, well, the website? Do you have to take out the apostrophe on the website now? Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. Yes, you Interesting. do. You do. So, uh, so if you type in Papa John's with an apostrophe. Nothing. Nothing will no. get you. Get an How they just abandoned four hundred four error? Because <laughs> I would think. I mean, I don't. I don't. I'm trying to think of this. I, I don't think I put apostrophes in to web addresses. Really? Right. How so, do you get to the actual like, website? I think then. I would just type in pop. Let's see, Papa John. Well, yeah, of course it's going to come up now. That just changed. Would it come up with an apostrophe? I don't even. Uh, better it, not. I don't think so. <laughs> is that even like part? Uh, how does the internet work? Does anyone know? <laughs> um, I yeah. It's just you don't have it anyway. It was never, it was always just Papa John's without an apostrophe. No, it wasn't. On the website. On the website. On the website, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, you're, it, you've been literally from the wrong Papa John's website. <laughs> Imagine that's that. what's been happening. There's some like Chinese bot outfit that bought up Papa John's with an apostrophe, and they've been just <laughs> delivering pizzas to my house. We're <laughs> using like uh, subpar ingredients. Yes. It's, it's possible. It is possible. Now, is this part of the, they're pushing back against the, because then they have like some sort of controversy yeah, the, with yeah, the, the, the owner guy. The, yes. And, the, the actual Papa John, this is like a slap in his face. Right, the actual Papa John's, because they got rid of him a couple of years ago right. for his racist comments on a conference call. Mm-hmm. But wait, so so now it's not uh, the guy's name, right? It's no right. longer John. It's not his thing. So right. John is like what? Like a person who goes to a prostitute? Like what? <laughs> what is the John usage now? Makes, makes me like the pizza a little bit more. <laughs> the bathroom? Isn't it? They call it the John? Yes. Yeah, like if do. it's not a person's yes. name, John does not have a good connotation with wow. food. <laughs> And now it's better pizza, better ingredients, no apostrophe. That's their big seller. Okay, yeah. 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 What? Now that's like going to be really exciting. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Did you have uh, Michael Schellenberger on over his latest book? I did a long time, a while ago. Yeah. So I think you're thinking yeah. of the climate book, right? Yes. 45. Oh, he's got a, he's a new, new book latest? out. It's called San Francisco. You should have okay. him on about it. You'd like it. It's, it's, huh. a, it's basically how progressives ruin cities. Okay. No, I haven't had him on on that he's you know because he lives in san francisco it's all about like the homelessness issues and like how there was this change and he used to work again in this sort of movement back when it was somewhat sane Mm -hmm. you know and you know trying to rehab people and stuff like that and it's changed from look you know we want to try to rehab people not necessarily treat them all as criminals on their first offense but on the other side it's now turned into like they can do whatever they want you know and take a crap on the sidewalk like go ahead and don't do anything about it and if you do something about it you're hateful so he's wow. pushing back against that. It's pretty interesting. Wow. What you are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Uh, we got to finish up on our uh, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse discussion. He was acquitted on all charges, uh, but the left doesn't like it, including um, yeah, people in the Joe Biden administration as well. Uh, that and lots more coming up in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck program.
If you haven't checked out Rectech yet, uh, I can't stress enough that you really need to do this. Uh, the time is now. You do not want to miss their Black Friday sale. Serious grillers and smokers uh, that Rectech has been providing for a long time. This is the way to go on Black Friday. It's got smart grill technology, which means that it maintains a constant temperature all throughout the cooking process. You can monitor it from an app on your phone or device, which is the coolest thing. Because if you happen to live somewhere where it's going to be very cold here, you can still use the thing in the winter. Stay inside. Watch the temperature on your phone. If you happen to live somewhere down south where it's you know, 500,000 degrees in the summer, you just turn the thing, get the thing going, go inside in the air conditioning, monitor it from your phone. It's incredible. And it's, you know, it's the best uh, you can get Rectech. Uh, it'll take grilling, smoking, even baking to the next level. Rectech's Black Friday sale has already begun. You could save up to $415. Order right now and get your grill for the holidays with free shipping on all pellet grills. Go to Rectech.com. It's R-E-C-T-E-Q. Rectech with a Q at the end. Rectech.com. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. Despicable, I think, describes what uh, both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have said about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and the the verdict. And all the other things they've done in their lives and recently. That's... It's very true. It does seem Thank to be for that true. addendum because that, that's I didn't important. mean to broaden it too much there, Pat. But <laughs> no, oh, just but all the things they've done ever, ever, yeah, would qual- fall into those categories. Pretty much. Uh, so Kamala Harris got back from I think Europe and ran up to talk to the uh, the press that was gathered there, and here's what she had to say about the verdict. It's a little quiet. Yeah, she should so speak. Far. Oh, there she is. There it is. And um, they have questions about the verdict. Uh-huh. And the verdict really speaks for itself. As many it of you know, I've spent a majority of my career working to make the criminal justice system more equitable. And clearly, there's a lot more work to do. Thanks. Thanks all. Really? What, what exactly wasn't equitable about this trial? What are you, what are you talking about? It really is a shining example of what a jury can do and how the system's supposed to work when mm-hmm. everyone in the world is saying oh you should do x y or z they do the opposite because that's the law yeah. that's how this is supposed to work yeah. i will say if you couldn't pick out exactly what she was saying it's because she was outdoors wearing a max mask while fully vaccinated yeah uh, so yes. it didn't you couldn't understand around her. nobody around uh, yeah. and she's maybe what 10 feet from the reporters right uh, she's outdoors asinine. on by the way if you've ever been on a tarmac it is the windiest place on earth. <laughs> it, I don't know what it is. I have big open fields. They they just mm-hmm. it just you know it it's acts like a wind tunnel. Yeah. So the ventilation very good in this particular area. Uh, she's outdoors. She's fully vaccinated. Take the mask. She's down. probably been boosted. I don't know that for a fact. Probably. But probably. Yeah. And she's wearing a mask. Yeah. So absolutely no reason. N- n- as the New York Times has stated, there are no cases worldwide worldwide that have ever been documented mm-hmm. of outdoor transmission outside of close conversation it's incredible none it's incredible the entire pandemic <laughs> yet she's out there fully vaccinated wearing a mask at a tarmac 
it's stupid inexplicable that's not the whole point of this of course her point being right. this and i think you know we can go over biden's statement as well both of them seem designed to uh, to, to not be you know uh, a rioter at a blm uh, um, you know riot right like it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like oh, look we respect the verdict of course but now let right. me say that it was obviously wrong that's they're trying to have their cake they're needed too here yeah uh biden had this to say <laughs> I just heard a moment ago. Do you have any reactions? I, I didn't watch the trial, so I, you know. Do you stand oh. by your past comment equating him to white supremacy? Wow. Well, look, I stand by what the jury has concluded. The jury system works, and we have to abide by it. Okay, so the jury system works, and we have to abide by it. Good energy there. Yeah. <laughs> He's the worst. He's the worst. But I mean, like what I, he already—he already made himself really clear on this. He thinks he was pissed off about the the verdict. Yeah, his written statement so. was worse, which yeah. is, is funny because you'd think it would be the opposite way, right? You're, you're if you're going to come out and you're, you're going to say, "Ah, oh, look, I think I'm really mad about it. I'm angry. There's a lot of feelings of anger, but you know, look, it's the jury system. That's what he said in the written statement. Yeah, the written statement said. Hey, like, you know, the jury's you got to stick by the jury, but like we have all sorts of major problems of equity in the in the jury system or whatever the heck he said. It was something of that to that note. Here here he he's it had just nothing saying, to do with this trial anyway. Yeah. They they keep making it sound as if this is a person on trial for some racial crime. Yep. Where it doesn't fit at all. He's not even charged with that. Nobody was of a different race in this thing. All the same. All whiteies. Uh, it's really bad. And now I have real sympathy for the viewpoint he's trying to say at the beginning of that, which is I'm the president of the United States. I'm not watching all your stupid trials. That should be his stance. And also why he shouldn't say something like this guy's a white supremacist at the beginning. Right. Right. He doesn't need to comment on every, every case. True. Um, I understand that America was sort of uh, captured with their attention here with this. And I, I think it was worth our time. But, you know, not necessarily something that the president needs to comment on at all. And if he does comment on it, saying the jury system is the way this thing works and we respect it, Mm -hmm. that is a wise thing to say. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunately following a lot of dumb things he's already said about it. And and then in the written statement to, to make it worse is inexcusable. A lot of people are saying, like, he Kyle Rittenhouse should actually sue Joe Biden. By name, mm-hmm. individually. Mm-hmm. Now, we know he's probably going to go sue a bunch of media sources, which he should. Uh, you know, I, you're going to have to... It's it's a tough road here because commentators have a lot of freedom to say all sorts of things, which is a good feature of our society, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. But when you do something like this, especially a person who is not a public figure in any way, when most of these things were said at the very beginning... yeah. You have a, you have a, you have, you probably do have some responsibility for that. Uh, somebody who might be in trouble as far as a lawsuit is concerned might be the Intercept. The Intercept used the term white supremacist 16 times in talking about uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. 16 times. I mean, and there's no evidence none, of this whatsoever. Zero. It is completely a figment of their imagination. In now, fact, tonight, apparently, we're going to hear on Tucker Carlson. That he's a BLM supporter. Yeah, he said he's, he supports their movement. Yeah, he supports the movement. He wants it to be peaceful. Uh, that's which is why he went to Kenosha in the first place because uh, he knew that there was rioting and he was there to defend businesses. 
But he said he supports the BLM movement. That doesn't sound like a white supremacist to me. It's a really bad white supremacist. Though really I will say, bad. and you know, I, I I know our audience has sympathies for Kyle Rittenhouse, but you have to be honest about it. He is the worst white supremacist of all time. Yeah, terrible. The man keeps shooting white people. Yeah. When you're a white supremacist, you're supposed to shoot people of other races. <laughs> and he just not figured this out. And then he's now supporting Black Lives Matter, which is the opposite of white supremacy. He's not told. doing it right. He's not doing no, white supremacy he's properly. Doing. And this is no. why... You know, youth is 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 wasted on youth mm-hmm. because here he is out there protesting and he doesn't even understand how to be a white supremacist. <laughs> he, he doesn't get it at all. He has no writings about it. He has no postings about it. There's yeah. simply no evidence that he's a white supremacist at all. And white supremacy, if nothing else, is defined by them talking about it all the time. Yeah. So if you're going to be a good white supremacist, you're supposed to be posting constantly about white supremacy. <laughs> he never does it. What is wrong with this kid? <laughs> Has he a- even shown up on 4chan or 8chan no, or 12chan? Chan? No, none of the chans. He's Has like he shown Chan up on? free. Wow. I, don't, I mean, this is ridiculous. just an embarrassing set of white supremacy credentials. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just it's really, it's really bad. Um, and, we, you know, of course, we're told, Pat, over and over again that he was shooting BLM uh, protesters. protesters, which... Yes. I think, for whatever reason, uh, has people believing that he shot black people, which, of course, we know is not true. And he did shoot at, as we mentioned, the one African-American who is nicknamed Jump Kick Man. But other than that, uh, and he did not hit him, by the way. So it was not even part of the part of the trial. And he shot at him only because the Jump Kick Man got his name from jump kicking Kyle Rittenhouse in the head in the head in the head and while it was on the, while down. he was on the ground because yeah. you know how good a f- let me just paint this picture for you how good does it feel when a, f- a flying foot of an adult male hits the top of your head while the back of your mm-hmm. when the other side of your head is on concrete hmm. that feels really good yeah. i'm sure he he was appreciative of that gesture sure he was uh so uh, so you have that s- sort of thing going on but like we also should note that these are not like the the angelic blm protester that the media might imagine these are not that's not who these people were um the guy jump kick man has uh they did eventually figure out who he was they did identify him Mm. he tried to um offer his testimony they didn't take it which is weird right like here's a guy that kyle rittenhouse shot at it was involved in the charges and yet the, he offered his testimony and they didn't take it. Why? 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 Well, I will tell you why, Pat. Uh, okay, tell me he why. He tried to uh, exchange his testimony to get off on the various crimes he's wanted for <laughs> around the city. So he said, I will testify if you if get you rid of these the charges, charges against me. Against me. And the, the, okay. the city's like, no, there's a lot here. So no. <laughs> and he was the, just the one we didn't even know his name. Gage Grosskreitz, <laughs> who's the guy who came uh, across... Uh, 40 miles but not state lines to come to the to the to the riot yeah. as opposed to kyle rittenhouse who went 20 miles but did cross straight st- uh, state lines uh <laughs> he had all sorts of stuff in his criminal history uh, you know drunk driving okay uh he was being drunk with a gun all right you're not supposed to do that mm. uh, burglary oh who among us hasn't you know, burgled hasn't burgled a few times <laughs> the hamburglers certainly done it he's not in prison no he's mayor not. mccheese seems fine with it yeah he, at times yeah, well does. i mean he does go after him and there is a mayor mccheese style <laughs> prison at some playgrounds 
which is a strange thing to teach kids, but that's a whole, mm -hmm. that's a whole, a whole story. Another topic. Um, harassing his ex-girlfriend. Now, my understanding mm -hmm. of the Me Too movement was you get, if you've done nothing wrong in your entire life and you harass an ex-girlfriend, you're excommunicated from society, mm -hmm. which is a standard I'm not all that uncomfortable with, frankly. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of fine with it. If you're harassing uh, women, bye-bye, mm -hmm. right? Well, mm -hmm. that's not the case with Gage Crosskreutz. He's their star witness, and everyone's cheering him on. Mm-hmm. He also hit his freaking grandmother. Now, I don't condone of violence against others, and I certainly don't combine, uh, condone of it against uh, women. I really don't condone it against your grandmother. You should not hit your grandmother. This is a no. line I thought our society was generally aligned with, but no, apparently not. Now... The reason he might not get any attention for all of these other previous charges, and they're not necessarily tied into this case, but as we know, we see the full profile painted often of these people, mm -hmm. um, is because right before this case began, he was also uh, got in trouble uh, uh, for doing something, which was prowling. What, what do you mean by prowling? Well, he seemed to be videotaping and recording the license plates and personal vehicles of area police officers. Now, why would one do such a thing? The mm. police officer drives away in their cop car. They have their whole day where they're driving around, doing their job. They come back. They get into their regular car and go home. Why would one need to have the information of the personal vehicles of the police officers? Perhaps so you could post them? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I guess we'll never know. But uh, he was wow. charged with that Interesting. as well. We have the, uh, the history, the much, in some ways, worse history of the other two uh, people involved in this as well. We'll get to that here in a second. Uh, but first, let me tell you about GenuCell. This holiday season, uh, as you're spending time uh, with friends, family, wouldn't you like to also look your best? If the answer to that question is yes, you need the best in skincare from GenuCell. Right now, you can get 60% uh, off on uh, GenuCell's most popular packages at GenuCell.com. You can treat yourself or someone you love that you're going to get a gift for to consume, uh, to uh, all the favorites that they have, uh, which target things like forehead wrinkles, dark spots, droopy eyelids, sagging jawline, even the annoying bags and puffiness. You can watch them disappear before your eyes. And you may be a skeptic on that claim. I can understand that. What do you mean it's going to disappear before your eyes? Well, GenuCell's immediate effects, you're going to see results in 12 hours or less. And that is guaranteed or your money back. So you're not risking anything here. That's an amazing turnaround time. You can check it out uh, and don't worry about not getting your GenuCell products on time because every product is manufactured right here in the USA. For only a few more days, you get your complimentary spa package absolutely free at checkout as well. You can gift yourself a world-class spa experience with the luxurious Chamonix microdermabrasion treatment and botanical-infused cleanser and toner. Go to GenuCell.com, enter the promo code BECK35 at checkout for an additional 35 bucks off. And during Black Friday week, uh, you can get a surprise luxury gift as well. Go to GenuCell.com, the code is BECK35. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, code is BECK35. 10 seconds, station ID. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. All right. We're going over uh, some of the background of the of the BLM protesters. Innocent protesters. Innocent, mm. uh, wonderful protesters who were um, summarily shot by this 
white supremacist <laughs> kid uh, who drove across state lines with his with mom. His mom with his mom in an AR-15 mom? hanging out the window the whole time. If we know anything about our legal system, it's that moms cannot <laughs> transport their kids across state lines. No. 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 And certainly not drop them off at a riot. No. Especially when, when they're going down to hunt black people <laughs> and so innocent none of that's protesters. True, obviously, oh, yes. Yes. none of that's true. Uh, uh, but what is true about these guys? So Anthony Huber, who was the guy, the second person that died... Yeah. Uh, in this in this incident with uh, Kyle uh, Rittenhouse, he is the one who hit him with the skateboard. You may know that, remember that mm. from the video. So he, uh, you know, he had weapons charges in his past, but you know, again, who among us? False imprisonment. Sometimes you're going to have to stop another human being from going where they want to go. I mean, that's just so he part of life. Falsely imprisoned someone, someone else. He mm-hmm. wasn't falsely. No, imprisoned. no, no. He, he was, was imprisoning. He, yes, yes. I see. Uh, also, repeated domestic abuse oh, over and over and over again, and including strangulation. Uh, so nice. Uh, now, apparently, the person didn't die, thankfully, uh, but mm. a list of of charges that is longer than mine, I will say, mm-hmm. by a considerable mm-hmm. amount. Uh, so now, Joseph Rosenbaum, who is the worst of the bunch, I would say, he's the first person who was shot. He's also, I mean, it's insane, and you know, has all sorts of mental problems, uh, or did at least. Um, he spent over a decade in prison for child molestation. Now, that is something you may have heard because that one maybe leaked out a little bit to, to the Internet. But I had to go through this for, for Stu Does America last week. We went through all the Rittenhouse myths. And uh, unfortunately, I had to read the complaint. And I, it's one of those things I wish I had not done uh, mm. looking at it because child molestation really undersells it. Um, but he had just left a mental hospital over a suicide attempt he was threatening people he was asking people to be shot this is on video um and he uh has a very lengthy criminal history including um the child molestation which was a group of five kids uh between the ages of nine and eleven if i'm remembering it correctly and it included everything you'd think of when someone says the word child molestation However, mm. it goes beyond that to everything you'd think of when you heard child rapist. And the man was a child rapist and spent only mm. a decade in prison, which I don't know how we charge people who, who like, you know, like insider trading with longer prison sentences than this guy got for child rape. But multiple Jeez. counts, not just one of these kids. I think it was two of the kids. Absolutely unquestionable child rape. And then multiple mm. other charges against him. Now, because he committed this crime years ago, does not mean he's uh, you were allowed to shoot him if you see him in the street for that crime. Um, but that's not what happened anyway. That's so. not what happened anyway. And number yeah. two, the reason why this stuff is important is because there is no evidence. Grosskreutz seemed to be an anti-police activist, right? So at least he was actually there in theory uh, to to be involved in that riot mm-hmm. it's not a good thing but at least he was tied to the blm riot and might back up the claims from the media that oh, he was shooting protesters in some way uh i mean rosenbaum seems like he's just an insane person who was out there literally asking people to shoot him and was a, mm-hmm. a criminal who had absolutely there's no reason to believe he was supporting the blm cause being there not that they would want his support i'm sure usually people who have child rapists as their supporters don't necessarily want that to occur. So 
Mm. This is a a length. These are all people with either massive problems or worse, inexcusable, unforgivable problems. And the the media has portrayed them because they want this kid who is the exact opposite, who doesn't have any of these things on his record. And they want to make him to be the bad guy so badly they will just completely brush all of this under the carpet. It's it's an amazing. Black is white and white is black. We are at up is down and down is up. Yep. This is a it's a this is not the right way to run a civilization, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) We we should find another way. Because this way is not working out so well. This is the Glenn Beck program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Here's a message that came in from Diana, who wanted to let us know about her experience with American Financing. She writes, I worked with Cindy, who was amazing from beginning to the end. She guided me through the entire process, from getting qualified for a loan to the closing date. She was attentive and always followed up regarding the statutes of the loan, uh, the documentation that was needed. She was prompt in recurring phone calls and emails. Cindy was a team player and collaborated with my realtor, the little company, and the settler, uh, the uh, set- seller in order to stay on track and on top of everything. I would 100% recommend her and American Financing to any future clients. Thank you, Cindy, and thank you, American Financing. We get these all the time. I mean, we could give you these every single day because so many people in the audience have gone and worked with American Financing and had great experiences. When you pick up the phone and call American Financing, you're making a decision that could positively affect you and your family's whole lives. They're not working for the banks. They're working for you. No pressure, no hit up, uh, no hidden fees, nothing like that. Just the best of the best when it comes to helping you run your finances. American Financing, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Get your loved ones the gift of Blaze TV this Christmas. Use the promo code FAUCHILIED to get $25 off your Blaze TV subscription to BlazeTV.com. It's Pat and Stu for Gled on the Gled Beck program. 888-727-BECK. Number to call. Um, another really tragic, weird event happened uh, last night at a Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin just getting pummeled with things right now. And I, you know, there's some speculation that the two, you know, the verdict in the trial and this, the the parade thing where... Uh, a f- red Ford Explorer went barreling through the the parade watchers. Uh, might be connected. Uh, the, yeah, no this, idea yet. We don't know. No. And here's something interesting, Pat. I noticed. It's weird how conservatives aren't just jumping on that bandwagon. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know. Could it be Muslim terrorists? Yes. Could sure. based on other things we've seen around the world. Could it be somebody really pissed off about the verdict? Yes. But do we know that? No, of could course it, not. Right. Could, it could be some guy who's just insane, or a woman, cr- crazy, out of their minds. I mean, if, if people have said terrible things about women drivers in the past. That's true. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think that, that's, that that applies here. I think it is a guy. We do know that, um, I think. At least yeah, they, I think so, they too. Are, they are questioning someone, someone, let's put it that way. A person of interest. Um, yeah, questioning someone, uh, a 39-year-old, multiple-time felon, shockingly. Oh, the interesting thing hmm. about crime, Pat, is when you do it once, twice, three times a lady, mm-hmm. you tend to continue to do it. And the the whole 
keeping the people commit multiple crimes behind bars thing is has earned a bad reputation here recently. But you know, mm-hmm. second look, mm-hmm. because this does seem to be the case over and over and over again, as we just uh, outlined in our previous segment. Usually, people who commit crimes commit lots of crimes. At least some yeah. of them do. When some people commit one crime and they are able to turn their life around, and great. We, that's fantastic. When you start committing all these crimes in a row, you know, we went down that road of three strike laws and those things are very unpopular right now. Uh, you know, we've come, we've come around on that and, and some of that is warranted, but man, you want to know how to lower crime rates. It's keeping the people who've committed multiple crimes over and over and over again in prison where they can't commit more crimes. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. But anyway, this guy is, his name is Daryl E. Brooks Jr., Milwaukee man with a criminal history dating back to 1999. So they named the guy now. Yeah. I mean, they are saying that this mm. is the person they're holding for questioning. Uh, so everyone is reporting that that is essentially, you know, it's the, the way they say without charges being filed that this is the guy they that did it. Anyway, that's at least allegedly. Uh, multiple law enforcement officers uh, and sources told Fox News that the 39-year-old longtime felon was being questioned in connection with the attack. Uh, he had a red SUV. If you've seen any of the video, and I've gone out of my way to not see the video, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I understand. Police need to watch it. I do not need to watch it. I kind of understand intellectually what occurred here and it's really ugly five people are dead probably going to be higher than that at the end 40 injured i mean they drove through a freaking parade for christmas where children were involved i mean this is one of the worst things that i can imagine Uh, some of the victims were children um, but he has had uh, his most recent court uh, appearance came back all the way pat i don't know how old you were uh back here but november 5th 2021 Oh, how wow. old were you back you, on November 25th? No, November 5th. Oh, November 5th. Yeah. So that's a long, a long time, time ago, ago of 2021. Wow. I, I was I born. I think you were. Not, you were a kid, I? but you were born. Yeah, I think I was then. 12. Yeah, I think I was 12 years old uh, on November 5th of this year. He was he was charged mm-hmm. for reckless endangerment, battery, mm-hmm. domestic abuse, resisting mm-hmm. arrest and bail jumping, which is a very busy day. Uh, that's a busy day just a lot of stuff going on there Mm -hmm. he was out on a thousand dollar bail for those charges at the time of the attack Ooh, a full thousand dollars a thousand dollars which is really Uh, don't you have to come up with 10 percent of it usually isn't that yeah that's the way bail works i I think so we should ask jeffy when he was so like a hundred dollars he might he might have to come up with a hundred bucks to get out wow yeah now kyle rittenhouse had two million dollars two million Mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. in july 2020 police charged him with three other felonies including reckless endangerment and being a felon in possession of a firearm he's listed as a tier two registered sex mm. offender in nevada oh my gosh background check from wisconsin's department of justice came back with over 50 pages of charges <laughs> against brooks stretched stretching wow. back uh, decades in 1999 he received his first felony conviction for taking part in an aggravated battery for which he received three years of probation records show he was convicted of obstructing an officer 2005 2003 in 2002 he had a felony marijuana charge 2010 he pleaded no contest to felony strangulation charges 2012 he pleaded guilty to misdemeanor bail jumping and marijuana charges a year earlier he pleaded guilty to felony marijuana charges and resisting arrest he's also appeared in music videos <laughs> really yeah for whom uh Do well we know he, anybody he's we appeared know? uh to use the pseudonym math boy fly in music videos is also associated with a couple of other aliases 
One of Brooks's videos, which has been removed from YouTube, showed a red Ford SUV that resembles the one plowing into a crowd at the parade. So this guy is a terrible wow. uh, criminal that has should have been. You do this many things. How are you out if on you the streets have doing 50 anything? Pages of viol- of of crimes. No, I'm sorry. Pat, you, you and should I be in jail. You and I have uh, long aligned under the standard that no more than 49 pages of charges. <laughs> When did we first bring up the 49-page rule? Oh, I think it was been, like the late 70s, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the it? late 70s. Yeah. We, we united. We said, you know what? <laughs> you know what? We can, maybe we can rehabilitate someone with 48 and 49 pages of charges, but after, after that... After 49? No. <laughs> that's too much. I'm sorry. You've, you've got to stay in jail. Too much, too far, Person. Pat. Yeah. So yeah. This, uh, <laughs> this incident, which is, I mean, among one of the worst things I can think of especially considering we're in the middle of the holiday season we're all probably going to be going to these similar events it's going to run through everybody's head and it it just is another step down this road of how on what on earth has happened to us how can this happen now as you mentioned pat the speculation there's some speculation about this we are not going to do what the people did to kyle rittenhouse Right. We right. are not going to we, I don't even know for sure that this is the person, though law, law enforcement is saying basically that's the case here. But like I'm talking more about motivation. Uh, I'm not going to guesstimate what his motivation was. We obviously know around the world often uh, this has been a tactic of Islamic extremists. Mm-hmm. They do not. There's no indication, though, that this guy is tied to Islamic extremists at this time. We also, obviously, in the same state, had the big Rittenhouse verdict come out. So a lot of people jumped to the conclusion that, hey, maybe this is tied. Maybe it is. Maybe we'll find that out. At this point, we don't have any evidence to support that. So we're not going to accuse him of it, right? Like, we'll Mm -hmm. certainly look into it, make sure we understand. Uh, Could he just be a crazy person? Could he be just a criminal? Well, this has come out from CNN today. And I don't know that this agree this necessarily aligns with what I've heard from the witnesses on the ground, but I'll give it to you anyway. Um, it, five people are dead, 40 others injured after an SUV plowed into a Christmas parade in Wisconsin. Um, there are indications that the suspect was fleeing another incident when he drove into the parade route. According to multiple law enforcement sources familiar with the preliminary investigation findings, so far there is no connection to international or domestic terrorism, and it does not appear to be connected with the recent verdict in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, the sources said. And these are law enforcement sources, and this is coming through the filter of CNN, which make make you think, I shouldn't listen to it, which Mm -hmm. is not a bad instinct. But uh, it is the indications they're getting from, at least they're reporting, the indications from law enforcement sources. I want to be very careful with where this information is coming from, because when it comes through the filter of CNN, it's hard to know what you should trust. Uh, However, basically, they're saying that this guy was in the middle of another incident, maybe potentially escaping from police and decided to just go down this road. Now, of course, he has all sorts of history with drugs as well. Um, Now, my understanding, and do you tell me if I'm wrong on this, Pat? Mm-hmm. My understanding from witnesses on the scene was that he was directing his SUV at mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And witnesses described the horrifying incident and said the calm driver was going from side to side targeting people. So that does not sound like someone escaping another incident. Not to at all. Not at so all. So I'm highly skeptical of this report, but it is <laughs> the really the only bits and pieces of information we sort of have. You know, a lot of people were mm-hmm. there. A lot of people uh, recognized you know, 
I mean, I mean, the the stories they were telling of it sounded like there was cheering coming, and then you realized as it got closer down the street to you, it sounded like horror. Yeah, and that is, I mean, un absolutely unbelievable. I've seen uh, a few of the scenes um, from the cable news stations that they've been playing, and this guy drove by like little teeny babies essentially on the street at a high rate of speed and just by the grace of God didn't run over that particular Hmm. you know two or three year old person who was out on the street jumping up and down when the parade was going by and then you see this uh, just this flash of the red explorer go zipping by it I don't know 50 miles an hour something had to be around there Uh, and it looked like he's purposefully uh, going down the street on the way to where he drove over these people. Just, it was, uh, it was pretty ugly. And, and there, who knows what the motivation is. And on the internet, there does appear to be much more graphic video of, of, of the incidents actually happening. I, like, I'm not going to watch them. I'm uh, just not going to do it unless I have very to. disturbing. Right. Like if we comes to a point in this trial where they're, they're trying to say, well, actually his car uh, the alignment was wrong, and yeah. if that's what caused this, then I may have to watch it at some point to mm-hmm. to fully disprove that narrative. But like I, you know, there's enough terrible things in the world. You know, I I don't want to. Wa- I really don't want to get it into my head. I don't. I can imagine what it was like, and that's as far as I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that might that just may make me a wuss, and I'm pretty comfortable with that. I, I, I'm fine mm. with it. I try not to watch these videos when they come out, when there's the, the video of someone getting run over with a car or being mm-hmm. murdered or, you know, even like those fight videos that they, they post sometimes where it's like, look at this. This is in a school and there there's, you know, eight uh, teenagers beating up one kid on the ground. Look, what's wrong with our culture? I you're yeah, right. I, I, I agree with those. the question, but I'm not watching the video. I don't want to see yeah. it. Yeah. And I, you know, that may be me hiding in a cave. No, it's not. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it's necessary. I mean, if you're, if you want to see what it looked like and you're really super curious, and I think a lot of people are, it's kind of like a, you know, yeah. it's hard to look away from a train wreck. Yeah. You're, you're going to look at it. I try to look away from the train wreck though when I can. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we, do, man, uh, that, I, it does make, I think our, I think number one, it, it, it makes us feel that sense of darkness. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it makes us feel like all of society is that way. And, and, and I will say at some level, it's really not. You know, I went to I went to a Christmas uh, thing this weekend. And it was freaking awesome. You know, it was just mm-hmm. great small town holiday spirit, and no one ran over anybody. I want to make sure that whoever does do that really is held responsible. And I honestly, frankly, inside of me, just want revenge on that person. Mm-hmm. That's probably not a healthy instinct. But like, we have to remember that this is not. We don't. We see all of these things now. We don't have to mm-hmm. see all of them. We our parents. You know, and our grandparents woke up, they, they, they had their coffee and their donuts, they went to work, and on the way home, maybe they watched the, the or when they got home, they, maybe they watched the evening news. In the morning, maybe they read the paper. And that's kind of it. But you never had video of this kind of stuff. No, you didn't need to not, see all of this. And, it's, and there's not much you can do about it on an individual basis. You don't need to mm-hmm. see an attack uh, to try to turn the culture around. You know, and yeah. I, I feel like it, we just have this f- constant feeling of despair because this stuff washes over us all the time. And it's yeah. probably not healthy. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More patents stew for Glenn coming up. This is the Glenn Beck program.
If you haven't heard about it yet, Legacy Box is a simple and safe way to digitize your treasured videotapes, film reels, things that you don't even know what format that is or what machine plays it. They have helped millions of people safeguard their important recorded moments by digitizing them all by hand right here in the U.S. You'll get all the originals back alongside the digital copies that will always be protected. It's what Better Homes and Gardens calls the most sentimental gift to make the holiday season special. And with their Black Friday event, which is starting right now, more families can enjoy digitizing their home movies and photos with an insane 65% off. I've used Legacy Box to save photos that we found while we were remodeling our house. Pictures, they fade over time. This holiday is the perfect time to preserve those memories. Visit LegacyBox.com back. Get an unprecedented 65% off for Black Friday. With limited quantities ready to ship, this deal will go fast. Legacy Box's lowest price of the year. LegacyBox.com back. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It looks like the box office in the in uh, throughout the country starting to come around a little bit now. You know, it's been uh, so bad at movie theaters for the last year and a half that it uh, the whole movie industry started deciding. Okay, well, what if we just what if we just send them directly to people's homes mm-hmm. and we'll just stream them and we won't worry about the the box office because nobody's going to the theaters. Well, it's kind of back now. Ghost, Ghost, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which there have been, how many Ghostbusters have there been lately? There was... They did the girl one. The girl one. They, they, and, they, and then they go back to the originals. There were, what, three of them? I think they did three yeah, of the they, originals. Yeah, th- maybe three. Mm-hmm. And then the girl one and now Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, but it brought in $44 million, which is not bad for a weekend uh, after COVID. In a post-COVID world, uh, that's pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, they used... To, and I think... Did they do a Fast and Furious they just released? And that that actually did even better than that. I think that was in... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few. And Venom was one of them, I think, that did like $90 million on yeah. its weekend. Uh, it's up to... It's up to... Uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, $206.5 million. Yeah, and like that's not a that's a lot for now. Yeah, for now. It's I what is it? 60% back, maybe 70% back? I'd say about that. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's all the way back. It's not. And and it, so they're in a kind of weird position. Do we release it at both places? Do do we just do one or the other? Well, that's kind of what they seemingly did with the James Bond thing where it is. Th- this seems like the new the new model mm-hmm. where they released it it was in the theaters but only for like a month exclusively, I feel like. Maybe even less than that. Cuz I watched it and at home. I did too. I've already seen it. And it wasn't like the HBO Max releases where they're releasing at the exact same time. There was a delay. Right. But then it came out and I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll watch this, which it was it was fine. But Dune was simultaneous. Yeah. Theaters that, and home. Have you seen Dune? I, that's not I really watched, your cup of tea. I watched it? the first like minute and a half of it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. A full this, minute and a half? I, could, wow. I better cut my losses uh-huh. right now. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck Program. Um, one thing I learned from Hillary's report is I don't mm-hmm. think Glenn gets the camera close enough to his face when he does those <laughs> right? videos. If, uh, if it was directly up one of his nostrils, that would be much better. It would be way better. <laughs> Are you with me on this, Hillary? That was a weird shot, That's wasn't a it? massive close-up. He's got beautiful skin, though. Yeah. I mean, he does. He does. He was glowing. Yeah, we actually, I don't think there's any shots where you can see it, but there's a picture of Glenn over in the corner here where it's like a close-up, yeah. and you could see like every like pore Poor. on his skin. <laughs> it's, it's the entire, oh yeah, there it is. 
if you, in in real life, you can see like every one of his like hairs on his like mustache and like yeah. coming out of his nose and like it's a weird. It makes me feel weird. I don't like it. I don't. I, I I've I, noticed that before and uh, mm -hmm. wasn't going to comment on it. Well, actually. as we've said before, Pat, I'm there's some you things did. you see and you wish you didn't see. Yeah, you and can't unsee that ever. No. And so luckily, it's behind me during the show, mm -hmm. so I don't I get distracted. That is by helpful. It. That's true. All right. <laughs> More coming up, just like what you just heard uh, on the radio show in just a few seconds. Today featuring Pat Gray of Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can hear immediately preceding this radio broadcast uh, on the Blaze Radio and Television, and uh, Stu Gear of Stu Does America fame, which you can hear later on, uh, like in the evenings at 8 o'clock Eastern. Eastern. Pat, thank you. Brand Seven new episodes this week, uh, so we've got a lot to go over as... As, as one thing, every single person you see, I see in my normal and non-work life says to me, uh, well, you got plenty to talk about, don't you? <laughs> yes. I want <laughs> less to talk about. Yeah, yeah, I want nothing to talk. Can we have one day where, where there's, there's nothing, nothing to, to talk, talk about. about? And we're just like, gosh, I don't even know what we could do. Let's talk. Just all we can do is talk about like TV shows. <laughs> That's what I want. There was a time where mm -hmm. we did this show and you'd mm -hmm. be able to just spend all your time mm -hmm. on nonsense. And unfortunately, it's long Days are kind of gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of gone. Uh, I got to tell you about um, this new poll on the governor's race in Texas that's kind of interesting. We'll get into that. Also, China has apparently a hypersonic missile that can do things that almost defy physics. That probably isn't good. Not great. Not great. No. That's not great. News. I wish we had less yeah. to talk about. Uh, see, <laughs> exactly. Uh, more on that and lots more in 60 seconds. Program. True laws protect people and their property from plunder. When true laws exist and are respected, people work hard to improve their lives and they work peacefully with others. Everyone prospers together and is happier. Does that sound, it sounds like science fiction at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but it sounds like common sense as well, and it's not so common anymore. It's a line from the Tuttle Twins Learn About the Law, one of the many Tuttle Twins books your kids and grandkids should be reading right now. I have given these to my kids. They love them. The best thing you can do for your kids and your grandkids is to equip them with the truth about how America was set up so that they can, you know, help make it that way again. The Tuttle Twins books are fun, entertaining, and filled with knowledge for your kids, your grandkids, and maybe even you. Uh, Christmas is around the corner right now. Kids enjoy these things, but you like, you'll like them too because they're entertaining stories and also are telling your kids things about the way the country was founded and all the important principles behind it. Right now, you can get early access to a special Tuttle Twins Black Friday deal. This is the biggest deal they've ever done. It includes the kids' books, activity books, audio books, guidebooks, and parent guides 
all for 75% off the normal price. You can go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, T-U-T-T-L-E, TwinsBeck.com. Access the special deal. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com for 75% off the normal price. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. It's Pat and Stu. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. May I just say that um, the cookies that you and Glenn tried was that last week yes. or the week before? Yes. Are they Those coming are, out? There is. They're coming out this Friday. So if you want to get in on that, um, you can sign up on the on the wait list at kexi.com. K e k s i dot com. All right. I'm uh, very excited for this. These are delicious. Really, and they're, really good. Only available for a, for a, a limited time? time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're for a limited time. Really good. Really uh, good. Kexi.com if you want to sign up on the on the list. Um, all right. In um in Texas, I the governor's race is like next year. Is it twenty twenty two? I think he's up again. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh Greg Abbott has probably been with a couple of exceptions, like the mandate thing, maybe that I, I wasn't as mad at him as many texans were over it because he kind of left it up to the municipalities it seemed to me um but he's probably been the best governor of my lifetime of any state i've ever lived in Mm. i i just i can't imagine that he could be beaten by a guy nobody knows anything about his politics we know things about his movies we know nothing about his (laughs) politics matthew mcconaughey is eight points ahead of greg abbott right now I mean, I, I don't know that like, I buy this, I, though, do you? Right. I don't know for sure. I, yeah. I, I'm not positive that, that I buy into that. Except that, you know, people like him. And, you know, they see his movies. And they think, yeah, he seems like he's probably really good. And he loves Texas. And he's a Texas Longhorn fan. <laughs> Is that enough? <laughs> I don't think it's to enough. Run a state? And I suspect when his policies begin to unfold, people might feel differently. Because I'm guessing... Yeah. He's not the conservative that Texans maybe believe he is. I would not be pushing the panic button if I were Greg Abbott or any of the Republicans running for the nomination because he's you know being challenged <laughs> in a primary as well. Uh, Alan West is in is in this primary. Uh, Don Huffines, our own Chad Prather, is in the primary right. as well. Uh, so I know right. they're in the middle of battling that out. We'll see how that goes. I think West is ahead of Abbott too. Is he I not? I don't think the, so. No, he's not, not in the primary. No. Okay. The last primary poll I saw had uh, did have uh, Abbott with a substantial lead. But you know, look, the question in, in that primary is: Can you get Abbott to a point where he wants to pay attention to the primary? You know, it's mm-hmm. it's like right now, it's like everyone else is kind of fighting it out to see who will be the non-Greg Abbott candidate. And if that occurs, if someone emerges from that field. There, there may be a discussion. It's, it's interesting. You're right, Pat. There's a lot of pushback against certain things that Abbott did in, during the COVID mm-hmm. uh, situation. There was a mm-hmm. statewide mandate uh, for masks for a while here. It was not a particularly long one as far as the nation goes. Um, and it was, my belief is it was never enforced once. It was never, there, no one was actually yeah, fined under right, this mandate. Right. However, I mean, it, there's, However, he it wasn't Ron DeSantis. A lot of people compare yeah. him to DeSantis on mm-hmm. these things. Um He's done some stuff that I think a lot of conservatives like, some stuff that they don't. But he is generally remains a relatively popular figure among Republicans in the mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find it very hard to believe that 
someone like Matthew McConaughey could come into this race in reality, not in like in the state we're in now, which is you just apply whatever you think about Matthew McConaughey to the race. I like him. I like his movies. Therefore, I think I would vote for him. In a way, if you're only up eight with that standard, it's probably not that good. I would not be sweating this right now if I were him. (laughs) Now, Beto, I really wouldn't be sweating. Yeah, Beto uh, is down 49 to 27 to Matthew McConaughey in a head-to-head. But there's no chance chance. he could be in a head-to-head against Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I guess maybe if McConaughey ran in the primary. As a Democrat. As a Democrat, okay. Yeah. And I I don't even know which Matthew McConaughey is, frankly. Is he a Republican? Is he a Democrat? I think what he says is he's an independent. I think yeah, I, it's like if there's actually let's say there's actually a path for Matthew McConaughey. I would mm-hmm. believe this would be it. He would run as an independent. Yeah. And at some point running as an independent, the Democrats would have to give up on the race and essentially either tell Beto to drop out of it. So they ran someone that no one knew or Beto basically turned off his engines. We've seen this happen before. This happened in Connecticut. Uh, many years ago, Joe Lieberman lost the the nomination for the Democratic uh, candidate uh, to be the Democratic candidate in the Senate uh, against uh, Ned Lamont, I think it was. And was it Ned Lamont? I think it was Ned Lamont. And Lamont was the Democrat, but he was far, far left. And the Republican had a candidate on the ballot, but Lieberman registered as an independent and Republicans basically gave up on the race, said, yeah, vote for Lieberman. Because he's going to be a heck of a lot better than Ned Lamont. And mm. that's what happened. So Lieberman won with the majority of Republican votes and a decent chunk of Democratic votes along with a bunch in the middle and was able to win the race. That could happen, you'd think, possibly with McConaughey, where mm. you'd mm-hmm. say, okay, Abbott's winning this race. He's beating Abbott or he's beating um, uh, Beto into the, into the turf, which everyone does every time they run against him. Mm-hmm. And then... They say, okay, we have no chance with Beto. Let's abandon this campaign and put our energies behind McConaughey. And if McConaughey, as an independent, can appeal to enough Republicans, we might be able to pull this thing off. That's probably their path of winning. Yeah, It's a very yeah. narrow path. And also yeah. is one that uh, uh, you know, implies that, that McConaughey would have any credibility with people in the middle and on the right. And there, right now, there's no reason to believe that. And there's also, by the way, we should point out no reason to believe he's running. <laughs> yeah. Is, I mean, he's he coy about it. it. Yeah. yeah. He flirts yeah. with it. He, he clearly does. likes the attention. Oh, he loves the attention. But I mean, he has not he made it. any move. He doesn't have a campaign. He hasn't right. run, you know, he hasn't made any speeches. He, he hasn't has put together a, a, a committee. Right. Well, the, the, well, to ex- an exploratory committee. No. All uh, we have right now is whenever he does an interview about a movie, they ask him if yes. he wants to be governor. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, I think, you know, I love Texas. And, uh, you know, I do think we were off track. And that's basically it. And, and it was like, it. oh, my gosh, yeah. he's running. I mean, he may run. I mean, we, look, Donald Trump paved the way, I think, for a lot of people who are outside of the world of, po- world of politics to jump into it. Yes. Yeah, because that's an attractive thing now. Yeah. Oh, good. You're not a politician. Yeah. And I like you. Yeah. So, so that may be... You know, maybe some of that rubs off on McConaughey, and and he does well. I don't know. The poll also put him in a three-way race: Abbott, McConaughey, and O'Rourke. Yeah. And in that scenario, it's Abbott thirty-seven, McConaughey twenty-seven, O'Rourke twenty-six. And that's what this 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 is what I'm talking about with the scenario where with the Democrats abandoned. If they he, yeah. let's say McConaughey keeps his twenty-seven and can get 
twenty percent of the Democrats. And O'Rourke and drops they out. Abandoned. They abandoned the O'Rourke thing. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, you guys, you probably uh, you should take my advice. You should abandon the O'Rourke thing. <laughs> like even before it begins. <laughs> I don't even think, honestly, they think they have a chance at this race. And I think <laughs> they realize going into twenty twenty two, the timing's bad. Mm-hmm. Unlike what the situation was. Uh, when when O'Rourke first ran against Cruz, where you're talking about a Democratic wave year, mm-hmm. and all the momentum is behind the Democratic Party, and, and Cruz still and Cruz still wins, beats but, Beto. but it's close. Yeah. Here, you're going into what is likely going to be the opposite. I mean, all indications are Republicans are going to uh, make massive moves, massive gains across the country. This is not the year, and Democrats know this, by the way. This is not the year you win a, a gubernatorial race in Texas as a Democrat. So what they're doing yeah. with Beto is they're saying, we don't want to waste somebody good. Put Beto in. <laughs> that is what they are doing. To they, get pummeled one more time. Yeah, we can't. If we take another mm-hmm. person who has a future and throw him into this, you know, as a sacrificial lamb into this lion's den, they have no chance of winning. We're going to lose. We're going to waste them. So yeah. instead, throw Beto out there. He's a known quantity. He'll keep the line on the ticket so we don't lose access to the ballot. And he'll probably be and able to willing. raise money. He's, he's willing. willing to do it. He loves every time. himself. He yeah, loves being oh, on TV. Big time. big time. And, you know, he'll go around and he'll be a good soldier and we'll we'll he'll get a bunch of money raised and he'll lose by twelve. And that is the likely outcome here. And he's still sticking to this. Hell yes, we're gonna take your AR fifteen, your AK forty seven. We're not gonna allow it to be used against I mean, he's just been asked about that, and he's still on that bandwagon. He's not trying to back off at all. Is that going to work in Texas? No. 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 Not with Republicans or Democrats. That doesn't even work nationally, let alone in Texas. No. I mean, come on. And that's what I mean. I don't think he believes he has any chance of winning this race. I don't believe the Democrats believe it. I don't think anybody believes he has a chance to win this race, which is why Matthew McConaughey is attractive to Democrats, because they're like, anyone else? (laughs) Uh, Now, I I doubt McConaughey has much disagreement with Beto on these policies. We'll see if he decides to run, but I don't think there's going to be much much light between them, honestly. 888-727-BECK. More coming up in a minute. I have some good news. going to help make your house look amazing. Black Friday starts right now at Blinds.com with up to 45% off site-wide. Make Blinds.com your first choice for high-quality window coverings that are perfect for any size window, any color, or any look you have in mind. There's no guesswork, no hassle, no having to make multiple trips to the store. Whether you do it yourself or you want them to handle the measuring and installation for you, Blinds.com has you covered. They make the entire process super easy. Talk to a Blinds.com professional design consultant for free and right now save up to 45 percent off cellular shades faux wood blinds interior shutters and a whole lot more so treat yourself to custom home window treatments this holiday season you're gonna love the way your house looks blinds.com now through november 26 save up to 45 percent off everything plus free shipping and a 100 satisfaction guarantee blinds.com save up to 45 percent off everything plus free shipping blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply it's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Uh, <laughs> somebody's apparently not getting a message because uh, Joe Biden 
is apparently telling allies right now he is running in 2024. The speculation has been that, okay, he's going to step aside. He's too old. He just turned 79 on Saturday. Happy birthday, John. 79 on Saturday. Uh, oldest president, obviously, of all time. And you're going to run again when you're 81, 82? Uh, does not seem like a wow. good idea. No. <laughs> when you're cognizy, cognitively declined to this point, and then in three more years, you're going to be even worse, and you're going to run for president? Really? I don't think, you know, even the, even the people in the Democrat Party who don't believe that he's compromised cognitively, uh, I don't think even they want him to run again because he's doing so poorly. I mean, you know, the 36 percent approval rating is not helping things. That doesn't either. Help. I mean, if things no. were going well, you might be able to make a case here. OK, he's older, but, you know, people, he's very popular and maybe they see him as an elder statesman. That's not how the American people see Joe Biden. They see him as mm. a bumbling fool. Yes. Which and he is. That, yeah. That's because he, he is. is a bumbling fool. Yes. Uh, and it's a sad state of affairs. I mean, I would look, I don't like the democratic ideal and the, their vision of this country, but I would like someone mildly competent running it. Really? You know, I mean, I would yeah, like... You're kind I of picky that way, aren't you? I am. You know, I'm yeah. a stickler. You want your president to be, I don't know... Coherent? There. <laughs> like, present? Like, not a vegetable? Yeah. Now, look, I, he's like going to as do, well. as he is president, and he he's going to do more damage than good, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so there's an argument to be made. Maybe he should just stay home and not do anything. But, like, when you're talking to foreign leaders, when you're when you're dealing with international affairs, things that the president really does have to deal with... Uh, you know, uh, it's scary. It is. It is scary. It's, it's really he scary. can't even keep it together for the cameras. Right. Let alone what God only knows what he's saying behind closed doors. <sighs> but what do you do? I'd love to know. But, I, I think. I, I, I don't know. It might just <laughs> it might destroy you. the will to live. <laughs> it's if true. you knew what he was saying to world leaders behind closed doors. It's, and if you're the Democratic Party, what do you do here? Right, you, you, well, don't, you, dump you don't him, want him. You don't but want you her. You don't want Kamala because she's even worse. She's even as worse as far as approval rating. She's at twenty in the twenties. Yeah, she's in the twenties now. I would love. <laughs> I, I, there is a part of me. There's a part of me that likes to watch the Democrats squirm to, through these moments mm, oh, and yeah. try to get all mm-hmm. of their competing ridiculous statements to work out together. For example, I will be interested to see whether it's twenty twenty four or twenty twenty eight. To see the Democrats' arguments as to why they are denying the first black woman vice president the nomination. Right. How exactly is... How do you justify how, that? How do you justify that mm-hmm. with all of your Me Too? She was fine to be vice president of the United States and you're not going to let her be president? Like, why exactly is that happening? Are you saying she's a second-class citizen then? Mm-hmm. Is that Seems what you're saying? like it. Everyone else who... Wa- she- when you're VP mm-hmm. and you want to run, like not like... Dick Cheney, for example, didn't was not interested in being president after he was done in office. But mm-hmm. if you are the VP, generally speaking, it's yours. Yeah, you're you know? the next person up. You're the next person. They've invested a lot of resources in mm-hmm. it, and you, their case has to be that things have been going well lately. So you get the gig. Joe Biden in 2016 didn't run, but he, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it would have been he would have been the favorite. I think going in in 2016, yeah. Uh, though Hillary would have had something to say about that, but I think Hillary was very beatable. 
<laughs> I think clearly. Yeah, yeah very, clearly very beatable. Was. So I, you know, I don't know what you do. And who do they have? They that's have the nothing thing. Coming who up. do you have? They want Pete. That's why they keep bringing a Pete uh, Buttigieg as if he's uh, good. Pete Buttigieg. Come on. He's he, terrible. He, he is not going to win a national election. He's not going to. Uh, Richard Gephardt. Do you go back to <laughs> Dick Gephardt? What about him? <laughs> How old is Dick now? He's no older than Biden, is he? That's a great question. I don't uh, know. I wonder who's older between Joe Biden and Dick Gephardt. You said Biden, Biden was how old? 79. Okay. Let's see. So Richard is? He's born in 1941. Okay. 60 would be 2001. 70. He's yeah, 80. He's, old, he's a little bit older then. He's a little bit older. They're basically the same There's, age. Though. Yeah. They're very close in age. Right? I mean, he's about 80. But that's, I mean, who do you, who do you have? You've got... Retreads, like yeah, you really like don't. Beto yeah. or who ran last time? I can you know, well count Kamala, but we've already discussed her. Uh, who else is there? Eric Swalwell, Eric Swalwell, <laughs> the guy who slept with uh, Fang Fang, the Chinese spy, for two years. You think that would be even beyond the Democrats' <laughs> you line? Would, but you no. would think, but I bet not. I bet not. I mean, he's still in office. They don't care. They don't care that he slept with a Chinese spy for two years. Apparently not. Uh, you have you had Pete Buttigieg, you had Bernie Sanders, and I, you got to believe Sanders, that Bernie's not running he's again. He's too old now. Liz Warren, you could see them trying to drudge back up again for another run. Yeah, but nobody likes her either. No one likes her either. Bloomberg, no one likes him. Could you bring up? Could you possibly bring up Al Gore? <laughs> I always think they're going to go back to Al Gore eventually. I don't <laughs> I know do why. Too. Well, it's because he's won a Grammy and yeah. an Oscar and all of this. His, you know, he was a superstar for a while. Amy Klobuchar, no. No. I mean, Gabbard, they basically ejected from the party at this yep. point. Yep. Uh, she's pretty much out. Um, I mean, she's doing interviews on The Blaze now. Yeah. <laughs> so good luck winning a primary doing that. Tom Steyer, I think he's he's wasting he's, enough of his money. Yeah. Deval Patrick made it. No. no. Michael Bennett, no. I'm telling Andrew you. Andrew Yang has started a new party. It's Richard Gephardt. He's it's their only be. answer in 2024. Dick Tim, Gephardt. Tim Ryan, Joe Sestak, Wayne Oof. Messam. Remember these people? Oh Steve my, Bullock. Barely. Julian Castro. Marianne Williamson. Marianne Williamson. Yes, Bring her back. Please. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. They ran a lot of candidates. I forgot yeah, how many they, they were. Yep. Uh, this comes from Diana, who wanted to let us know with her experience with American financing. She writes, I worked with Cindy. Cindy was amazing from beginning to end. She guided me through the entire process from getting qualified for a loan to the closing date. She was attentive, always followed up regarding to the statutes of the loan and the documentation needed. She was prompt in returning phone calls and emails. She was a team player and collaborated with my realtor, the little company, and the seller uh, in order to stay on track and stay on top. I would recommend a 100% her and American Financing to any future clients. Thank you, Cindy, and thank you, American Financing. I get these all the time. People who have used American Financing have had great experiences. Isn't that the process? Isn't that the experience you want to have when you're buying uh, a new home or you're remortgaging uh, your home? Uh, these, uh, the people at American Financing know what they're doing, and they do a great job doing it, and they have done it for a long time. You can reach them at AmericanFinancing.net or 1-800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. A couple of shows to check out. Pat Gray Unleashed every weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Love that show. Uh, Stu Does America Ooh. every weeknight, that was 8 just o'clock a, Eastern. That was just okay for me.
<laughs> it's Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, we were just talking about what the Democrats could possibly do in 2024, because I, I don't think I don't think I think it's pretty clear they don't want Biden to run again. And they certainly don't want Kamala to run at all. And so who do they have? Who's on the Democrat bench that could win the presidency? And we're hard pressed to think of anybody. Anybody. So we were revisiting some of the candidates from last time, and there were so many. So many. And this is going to give you some, I will warn you, this is going to give you some emotional flashbacks hearing some of these names, Mm -hmm. because I had forgotten about most of these people. And we're only like a year away. Yeah. So who is the bench? If you're going to run someone that is not Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, who are you running? Let's go through the field. Obviously, Joe Biden won. Second place was Bernie Sanders. Now, now Bernie will probably try to run again because he'll just keep he running to the end but of time. He, he'll be 83,000 years old. 83. And, mm-hmm. so and you, can't, you cannot. And of course, I didn't think they'd I didn't think he'd elect run again. a 77-year-old. And I didn't think, but I didn't think Sanders was going to run again in 2020, but he did. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Bernie Sanders, I think we can all agree, is, is not the future. No, I hope not. Tulsi Gabbard, they basically kicked out of the party. Yeah. Okay. Elizabeth Warren. Now, she's 71 now. So... She'll be 74, probably. Yeah, I think Yeah, I think she's 70. No, maybe she was 71 when she ran. So she's 72 now, I think. Um, may, you can make the argument she'll be young enough to run again, I guess, by the current standards. I mean, almost everybody yeah, is in the 70s running these days. So... Mm-hmm. Maybe you could say, but again, she did not make a good impact. I think everyone, there, there's a certain segment of society, most, almost 100% of it is in the media that likes Elizabeth Warren. There's this weird sort of uh, overtly socialist, but, you know, intellectual side. Like, it's not the Bernie socialism exactly. It's something a little different than that and there is some segment of our society that likes it it seems to be only media members only people on msnbc like it not mm-hmm. not the audience even of msnbc it's just the people on the actual channel mm-hmm. so she's going to get lots of publicity and, and positive press if she were to, to decide to run but i but mean she's she not going to win no and no. i don't think america as a whole again try to think, picture one of these people winning a national election yeah no way. michael bloomberg no, no. amy klobuchar I, no no again can't imagine on paper you could say okay minnesota which is somewhat purplish at this point Mm -hmm. maybe a woman from minnesota that was more on the conservative side but again the problem with this is we've seen these people in action she's terrible Mm -hmm. as a candidate yeah terrible almost unimaginable how bad she is when it comes to debates and and speaking publicly nobody likes her she's a zilch (laughs) pete Buttigieg. again i mean I think the, the the one reason you could argue he might be their nominee at some point is because they want to say they had the first gay nominee. Mm-hmm. We have the first uh, the first gay American presidential yep. nomination, like they, like they said with Geraldine Ferraro nine million years ago, the first female vice presidential nominee. Like they want to be able to have those things they can say, but like there was never hope that Geraldine Ferraro was actually going to win the you know be the vice president. They lost by approximately one zillion votes. <laughs> Tom Steyer, I think we can say that that he spent enough of his own money to be gone. Uh, yeah. Deval Patrick, mm. I mean, you f- you forget he even ran. I mean, he came in you really do. late. He was on, on the ticket he, maybe a month, and he was maybe. gone. Maybe you maybe you could argue Deval Patrick is fifty or sixty five years old. Maybe he wasn't tainted enough by that last run, but I mean, again, he was not electric. 
Not at on all. stage. Michael Bennett, uh, no. No. Andrew Yang started his own party. He seemed to be the only one that could get anybody with mm-hmm. any energy uh, in this primary, but he's, he's mm-hmm. now left and started his own primary and didn't even win the D- Democratic nomination for the mayor of New York. <laughs> if you can't win mayor of New York, you're probably not winning the presidency. <laughs> well, the primary was the only competition there, and he didn't even finish second. <laughs> no, right. I think he finished third, didn't he? Uh, th- maybe. I think he finished third yeah, in maybe that third. race. Mm-hmm. Or maybe fourth. John Delaney, I think, uh, no, they didn't even like him in the primary last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cory Booker is another one you could make the mm-hmm. case on paper for. But again, then you mm-hmm. saw him. Like, yeah. we unfortunately have speaks. witnessed. The, it's it's like, you know, the Kyle Rittenhouse story. You could say, if there wasn't video, you might say, oh, I don't know. He shot a bunch of people and he's white and he brought a gun. I mean, maybe he is a white supremacist. And then you saw the video. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Cory Booker. Like, you could make the case on paper Cory Booker's a good candidate. But then you've seen him <laughs> speak. He's terrible. Absolutely terrible. He is. Yeah. Marianne Williamson? Mm, I don't no. think that's happening. No. Uh, Julian Castro, probably the same as Cory Booker, right? Like you could see him on paper. Okay, maybe there's an argument to be made, but then you see you've seen him in action. He's terrible, and he also sort of personally attacked Biden's um, mental acuity during one of the debates. Oh, which is why he can't get a gig now. They, mm. Unlike, it's okay for Kamala to call him a racist on stage, right? But which you, she did, which she did, and he got over it. And he's yep. like, you know what? Come be this. Come be the person I think should be in charge of this country. Should something happen to me, you like that's the one thing that's unique about being the presidential nominee. Uh, you have an opportunity to have a one-person election. You are mm-hmm. the only vote that matters, and you get the name the person who will run the country mm-hmm. if you if you go away for some reason. Yeah, and it can be anybody. And in that moment, Joe Biden chose Kamala Harris. <laughs> pretty bad <laughs> really bad pretty bad and kamala i think we we can we've discussed steve bullock i don't even know who that is right okay. to this day to this day <laughs> <laughs> weren't you from you, you didn't you grow up in hell near the <laughs> yes, mean streets of helena he was the governor of yes. montana <laughs> until this year and you don't even know who he is don't even know who he is joe sestak Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's right. Joe yep. Sestak. Former representative in Pennsylvania. And he's the one that insisted on the uh, on the inclusion in the Obamacare package about the the exclusion for funding of abortions I, or something. No, yeah, I think you're thinking of another person. That wasn't Sestak. <laughs> no. Who was Sestak that? is more liberal. It was um, oh, this another Joe, guy from Pennsylvania. Somebody else from yes. Pennsylvania. He, he said, you know what? I'm not going to vote for Obamacare yeah. unless you say no funding will go to abortion. They're like, how about this? I'll make a fake executive order that allows you to say that publicly. Okay. <laughs> that was basically that debate. Yeah. And by the way, they, of course, did abandon that. Yes. Uh, Wayne Messam. Mm-hmm. Now, Wayne probably has a huge future. He's 46, uh, 47 now. Um, he's the current mayor of Miramar, Florida. So oh, that's wow. if there's not a path to the presidency. Wow. Is there a path to the presidency that doesn't go through Miramar, Florida? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I didn't so. think so. Beto O'Rourke, we've discussed, not the future. He's not no. even the future In now. Texas. I mean, they're already using him as a sacrificial lamb. He's not even 50 mm-hmm. yet. Tim Ryan. Uh, was a catastrophe on stage. Wow. You know, again, like maybe in a different Democratic Party from years ago, you could make the argument for a more moderate congressman, but you can't make that argument now. And he was also terrible. Bill de Blasio, who, by (laughs) the way, seems like he's going to run for governor of New York, which should make that race really. That's going to be a fun one. You have Letitia James, who took down Cuomo with the report. 
Mm-hmm. You have the current, you know, acting governor of New York, Hochul, and then you have likely, it seems to be Bill de Blasio all running in the same primary. That's going to be fun. Oh, that should be fun. That, yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. Again, someone you could maybe argue on paper, on paper, but she was so bad in the primary. Mm-hmm. Seth Moulton. I don't even think you can argue that one on Seth paper. Seth Moulton. Wow. Here's one for you, Pat. Uh, maybe you make the case on this one. Jay Inslee. Okay. Jay Inslee, uh, governor of Washington. It's a fairly populous state. He's done what they consider to be a pretty good job on COVID-19 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the environment. He's a big environment guy, yeah. so the, he could be the climate change guy. Uh, it's maybe it's not incomprehensible. Yeah, the Jay pro- Inslee. I can't stand him. Oh yeah, but Democrats like him. He's seventy already. Oh wow! And also, you remember seeing him on stage as well, and he was terrible. He was not good. He has no personality not at all. Good. <laughs> Again, that shouldn't be necessarily so, the determining but, but, factor, but, but it is it a is. factor. Yeah, it is. He is a giant zilch when it comes to personality. Huh. So that's going to be a tough one. Yep. Uh, John Hickenlooper. <laughs> the guy who took his mom to a porn movie in the 70s. <laughs> no, was it Debbie Does Dallas or Deep Throat? Do you remember? It was one of the two, I think. I think it was Deep Throat, but okay. I'm not positive on that. Now, I know a, it was a famous one. Yeah, it was. And... Like the thing that everyone knows is a porn movie he <laughs> yes. took his mom to in a theater. Yes. Can you imagine? I know. Let's not imagine no. it. No. Uh, Eric Swalwell. <laughs> Okay. Is it the guy who slept with Fang Fang, the Chinese spy, for two years? Now, that actually might be a positive in a Democratic primary. It might, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he revealed I that during the primary. himself, too. Maybe he should have. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm actually sleeping with literal communists. I ch- Communist spies come to me yeah. when they want to manipulate our government. And yes, I do some pillow talk and uh, divulge secrets. All the time. All the time. I'm trying to it turn this country happen. into China. That might be the path <laughs> of the nomination. Be. Yeah. And it I would say be. this one, uh, Mike Gravel. Mike Gravel. Good now, Mike gosh, would be, it would be a challenge. possible all these people ran for president? Yes. The problem with Mike Gravel and wow. his future is uh, he's dead. Uh, oh, he, he did is? die after he the run die. in 2021. So oh, no. it would be very difficult him. for him to win. Though dead voters <laughs> seem to elect Democrats often. Maybe. <laughs> maybe dead candidates maybe can win, could too. Could win, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a. It, I, Didn't that happen in Missouri? Didn't a dead candidate for Senate win a Senate race yes. in Missouri at one point? Yes. It was and a, so a Republican, right? Rather than give it to the dead person, his wife his served. Wife. <laughs> right? Obviously, yes. Yeah, obviously. I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. Uh, let me give you a real name here. Again, like I just got to throw this one out here. Kirsten uh, Cinema in oh. in uh, Arizona. Yeah, you have a you have a purplish mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. You have now they hate her, so there's no chance of her winning a Democratic That's primary. True. But if you were talking about someone who could win a national election, she's coming off as relatively sane right now. I think mm-hmm. to the American people. Now is is that really her? Her her history is terrifying. I mean, she was a real left wing activist for a while. But she does seem to be one of two sane Democrats in the party at this point, mm-hmm. uh, at least on the spending bills. I mean, maybe there's something there, but there's not a lot. Pat. There's not. I mean, they, they, ha- they, you know, Ron DeSantis is now like the you know Republican guy. People forget. I mean, he was supposed to lose that election in Florida because they had these big up and coming people. Yeah. You know, they, they thought they were going to win in yeah. Florida and they couldn't even win there. Stacey Abrams never couldn't even win her election. She's the future. Beto can't win. He's the future. They keep retreading these people who lose over and over again. They got mm-hmm. nothing. Which is why I kind of think maybe Biden will be the candidate. Maybe. Because <laughs> what else are they going to do? 
That yeah. might be, you know At least what? you've got the incumbent going for you. This should be a slogan. Biden 2024, what else are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Who else is there? <laughs> Who else is there? What? Are, <laughs> that's all they have that's at this point. That's a great point. slogan. Yeah. yeah they should use it. And this is interesting, too, because uh, Quinnipiac just did a big uh, survey of, um, of Americans and who they want. I mean, they did all kinds of different topics. One of them was, uh, who would you rather see win control of the Senate? Democrats or Republicans? 46-40 Republicans. And that's usually, even in a decent year for Republicans, usually Democrats win that measure. Yeah. the, the, The generic ballot is never friendly to Republicans. And the fact that the Republicans are winning it is a catastrophe for Democrats. And, you know, things don't look good for Biden. His approval rating, 36 to 53. I mean, that's really bad. Really bad. Really. I mean, you're underwater by 17 points. That's at this point of your presidency when you should still kind of be in a honeymoon period. And he's behind every president that has been measured at this point in his presidency, with the exception of Donald Trump, who was never, he was mm. always a guy who was divisive and had the media attacking him all the time. We know yep. that. We know that whole history. I mean, Donald this Trump guy is, has is the an media exception. on his side. Yeah. And, and can't have decent approval ratings. Yeah, they're like, look at Joe, Joe Biden's approval rating after what a great week. Why is this happening? A great week. First of all, even if he had a great week, it wouldn't outweigh all the other weeks. Right. Secondarily, what's his great week? He signed a multi-trillion dollar disaster, mm-hmm. uh, which the only was capable of doing because of Republicans, which is a whole other story. And then he's trying to push another few trillion dollars down our throats. This is not, it's I, not a good week. No, no it's really not. No. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You've heard me talk about AMAC before. You've heard me talk about the benefits and the advocacy efforts uh, to save our nation. But I want to remind you that AMAC is an incredible source of uncensored and reliable information that you can trust. Their magazine, which all members receive, is reason enough to join. But AMAC's website, which is updated constantly, gives you even more reason. Their all-original content is written by a team of insightful, gifted writers. AMAC's podcasts feature some of America's premier thought leaders and their newsletters, the videos, the updates from Capitol Hill. They're all insightful information that you won't find anyplace else. And now AMAC has launched a brand new mobile app that delivers coverage of the news and issues that matter most. All of this brought to you by an organization that loves America. So join AMAC for the advocacy, the benefits, and the the information, but most importantly, join AMAC because America needs you. Join AMAC.us slash Beck now. AMAC.us slash Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. By the way, we're having a, a little bit of a battle on uh, on the Blaze, on Blaze TV, mm-hmm. about who is going to sell the most merch for Christmas. So oh. we all have those these okay. codes they've given us for twenty percent off. Mm-hmm. Stu twenty, uh, Pat twenty, I'm sure is there. Glenn twenty, mm-hmm. uh, all these codes that you can use to sell merch um, and get your listeners twenty percent off. So there's been this battle going on right now. Obviously, you should support me in this battle because it's the most important thing that really anyone could do for this country <laughs> is to go to StuDoesMerch.com, check out all of our merch. We have a. Oh, well, you're not a good person if you don't. 
Thank you, Pat. Right. I, that's what I think. Unless you use Pat 20. Yeah, either one of those should work <laughs> fine to keep you as a good person and good right. standing in our society. And then, But it, if you were to use like Sarah 20? That, well, that you go to the gulag. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the new policy I support. Re-education camp. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. check it out. Uh, you can go to check out all the merch, uh, including I have the, I'm wearing the uh, the ugly sweater. The I San- love the Santifa Claus. Santifa Claus. is It's a combination awesome. of Santa Claus and Antifa. Santifa Claus. He's got a he's got a big club. He's uh, he's got anarchy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's working toward it, uh, and uh, you can help his effort. Um, we also have a new one that's ChristmasReeducationTraining.com CRT. Uh, Santa Santifa Claus is reeducating our children uh, uh, for Christmas this year. So ChristmasReeducationTraining.com code Stu twenty Pat twenty Glenn twenty Sarah twenty all the shows on Blaze TV that you like. Uh, you can help us in our little battle as we fight against each other. And you get 20% off. All yeah, over, well, that's the real thing. really kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, very that's cool. nice. Yeah. So check it out. Um, we have uh, Pat Gray Unleashed as well to follow, uh, mm-hmm. if you could do that, and Stu Does America. We'd highly appreciate it. More this week on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.